American Basswood. Hello Basswood. and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday the 24th of January 2016. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Whoop. And Robert Kemp. What is the inverse sound of the of the of the woo? You can't yeah. add an inverse woo. I, I don't think you can make that sound. <laughs> can you? An inverse, an inverse is an woo? Woo. 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 Yeah. Woo. Ooh. Ooh. It's ooh. Ooh. Anything? Oh. They're not quite like ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so is it basswood or basswood? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say. It's, just, it's felt like, you know, double bass. Well, yes, but it's always felt like that. All like, those yeah. words are exactly the same yeah. mean completely different things it's all the time. Sea basswood. It's clearly made of fish. Yeah. Sega basswood fishing. <laughs> Sega basswood fishing. Yeah, just like, it's, it's the logger's dream. Like, yeah, what, you just what if to... you had a, a bass fishing rod that was made of basswood? <laughs> <laughs> Make I mean, it hard. Not super effective. <laughs> yeah, but the fit, the fit. I mean, the the fish probably wouldn't fight back if they were made of basswood, right? They'd just be. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you the fish made of wood now? <laughs> just, well, it's because it's basswood. You're fishing for basswood, not bass. No, you're fishing with basswood for bass fish. Like you're just you're just trying to hit fish over the head with a log. No, no, so, it's, it's a fishing rod. <laughs> it's fishing it's rod. Wood. Do you think not that's probably very effective for fishing rods? Probably not a good that word probably, for. That was probably really bad. Rods. It probably doesn't bend as much as a proper rod, right? We don't know shit about this tree. It could be no. exactly no. like a willow tree and it could be perfectly fine. <laughs> is that what it's still probably not good it? as a composite rod. Is that what they usually use uh, for for rods that aren't well, I like... Imagine, I imagine that any wood. bendy type of tree could have been used in the old days to make fishing rods because it's not like fishing rods actually really have that much reliance on the rod part of the fishing rods. No, it's more the line. <laughs> in old it, school or... fishing, anyway. Yeah. What did they make the line of before they had like nylon and shit? Probably fucking cat sheep guts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. And that must be annoying if you have to tie it all up and stuff, and then it breaks. Bloody hell! How did people manage to fish anything? Like, <laughs> how did civilization yeah, work in the old days? Exactly. How did sticks. it bloody work? How did Everyone Link did manage to catch sticks. that? Oh, the the Hillian Loach with his sinking lure and all of that. What he did is he, uh, he lullabied it towards him with the ocarina and then just, you know, sort of stabbed it and stuff. <laughs> sort of stabbed it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your fishing method. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, uh, that that guy I mentioned was in the that fishing trailer at the Game of the Year Awards. Like, that guy would know, know how to stab a fish and stuff, I'm sure. Dean Macy, that's his name. What? And what did he do? I like how you started that sort of anecdote by saying that guy I mentioned, which you hadn't. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I did. Like, we were doing best trailer. We were doing best trailer at the game. Of the okay, so like several episodes Two, ago. Yeah, yeah, whatever, ago. I mentioned four weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dean Macy, you know, a thing or two about stabbing fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? I'm confused. But because, like, as, as I said before, like he was he, weirdly former decathlete Dean Macy is the, seems to be the frontman for advertising a fishing game, like oh. on Steam. Like it was just like, oh, I'm Dean Macy. <laughs> you better check out Euro Fishing or whatever it was called. Euro Fish Simulator. Euro Fish. Euro Fish Simulator. But the question is, what is a fish anyway? I think 
Yep, exactly. I wish I knew. Yep, yeah, exactly. Let's just kill that in joke off with silence. Uh, and then move on. That's the Chase HQ music yep. that I was based on, right? Indeed. Yeah. That still comes to me, no. that. I, I, I still think, whenever I think of the word Cosmos, I still think of the Game Gear version of Columns. Yep, exactly. And going, oh, Cosmos. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, How did you forget that one? Brilliant rhyming powers of our like eight year old selves. How old were we then? Probably about that. Oh god. Yeah, it must have been. Everybody knows the moon is made of cheesy. (laughs) Because we couldn't fit just cheese in there. We didn't pick the cheese. Cheese. No, you just said cheesy. Anyway. Everyone knows the earth is made of lager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Oh dear. Yep. No, he's just looking at us incredibly confused. This is stuff that well, only we will understand. Only we get it. Well, yeah, it's just everyone does that, makes up stupid lyrics to like um, um, uh, instrumental video game music. Oh, yeah. When they're kids. Well, one of my favorite ones is they, there, was a, there was a sort of, I don't know, run of the mill drum and bass song that was on Radio 1 at one point. And it, like, one of its key lyrics was like a, a sort of cut up bit of vocal of like where a woman was singing, I feel about ya. Like, and and but it, but it said that in you know in typical like pop style they looped that sample over and over again. It's like feel about you, feel about you. Except then, everyone, of course, like it was ruined when the Radio One DJs realised it sounds a lot like feel a badger. <laughs> <laughs> feel a badger, feel a badger. God, <laughs> it's just well, a like, natural human instinct to put stupid words in. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hear, hear, hear words we don't know. like. Was it the other thing that I was talking that about? That has a special name, isn't it? Sorry, I, I can't oh, remember. Does it? Like, Mondegreen or yeah. something. I'll see if I can Google well, yeah. it. There's been a couple of things. Like There was that Mariah Carey thing where it's like where someone took the, um, you know, the, all the warbling that Mariah Carey at the does, that does at the start of All I Want for Christmas and turned that into a piano MIDI track, you know. So if you can imagine, like, every warble is just being played by a different, like, badly, like, it's like listening to a bad auto-tune, right? Except every note has been played by a piano. <laughs> And it's like, apparently, like, if you listen to that, it's like after a while, your brain starts going, oh, yeah, there's the words are there. And it's like, no, they're not there. They're it's not just... there. Yeah. Yep, I was somehow correct. I somehow a remember that it's called a Mondegreen. Yeah, when you mishear, misheard lyric, it's called a Mondegreen. All of the green. I'm not exactly sure why. Mondegreen. He's the guy that came up with it, right? I think it's he's the nut. He's, he's the nutball that could hear voices wherever he went. It must be him, Mr. Mondegreen. Mr. Mondegreen, the music voice. Something reminded me of that stupid Natasha Bedingfield alternate lyrics that I came up with like 10, no, 15 years ago. Oh, well, these, these biscuits, biscuits are stale. Are stale. <laughs> Get some new ones. Get some new ones. I hate you, I hate you. I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> oh, dear. Rubbish. Oh, I came up with that. But... No, that was <laughs> me. It's probably I, a joint effort. Me. It might have been a joint effort. I think the hate you, hate you part is pretty obvious after that part. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Also, not made up lyrics, but um, ev- pretty much every time, like literally yesterday, yesterday, day before, <laughs> I had to walk um, uh, from uh, Liverpool Street, UBS, back to my office in Farringdon, just walk through the city, and every time, it's in the city, the city, the city. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah. I'm, so- I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. still think... Oh in the city yes this is one of uh, Rob's compositions that me and Zach from from when he was about 
11 or something. God, it must have been, no, it must have been like, yeah, a little bit yeah. later than that, maybe. But, yeah. Yeah, when that me and Zach still love and Rob can't stand for some reason. I've never, I've never stood it. He tried to remix it and slightly improve it because no, I mean, it's, def- it's definitely it. worse. It's yeah, definitely worse. It's not any better. I just like that bit crushed moment where where it plays that sample. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the oh, but like so badly distorted that it just goes. No, but, but there's an end of you know there's an end of line where it where everything cuts oh, out. The, and it plays the line, but it plays it bit crushed or whatever. The what the heck yeah, is going on in the city? It plays it all distorted. That's cool. Is, like. It's cool, man, man. That, that, the function that made that sample right is a, is a really weird, like, because it's not a proper distortion, it's not a proper thing. Like, like Fast Tracker back mm-hmm. in the day used to have a function that would sort of like, um, if you imagine a sound wave, it would sort of like just push it upwards by like half a screen. But the problem with that was is that then when it transitioned from the top to the bottom, it had to create a vertical line in the wave. Right. So what you you would end up with is this very, this weird distortion effect that I actually don't know how you recreate now. I don't know. I have a tool that can do that. It's a shame because it sounds super cool. Yeah, it was a neat effect. I made a lot, a lot of like a lot of the sort of like uh, crushy beepy noises that I used to use back then were made using this thing. Yeah, um, uh, using that effect. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't quite know if there's anything out there that can do it. Maybe I need to experiment with SynthMaker and just write a formula that does it. I don't know. Yeah, then you could um, make it your signature or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit rough in the sense that you know it's, it's an all or nothing kind of totally yeah thing. Fact, it's, go- yeah, it's, go- it's, it's going to be super crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know unless you, unless you make the transposition like a variable, I guess. So you push it like a quarter up, and it only crunches that quarter. But I don't know. Yeah, that could work. Interesting. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's a weird ass thing. But can't do it at the moment. Play there. In the city, oh, in the city, in the city. Music. Yeah. Oh, and, a, um, a, um, uh, this is a terrible one, but there's um, people keep. <laughs> there's this guy at work um, called. He's sort of coming into his own. He's a bit quiet, but this Indian QA guy called Vamshi. And people get, say, keep saying Vamshi like this. And for some reason, now I've got the like the bungee <laughs> thing. So I keep. Oh, to me, I'm going Bam Bamshi, Bam Bam Bamshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one of our songs yeah. back in the day. Oh. I gotta admit, I'm, I'm quite pleased that, it, like, when you said Bamshi, and it's like, yep, yeah, that's exactly where my mind went for some Straight reason. Straight to Bungie. <laughs> yeah. No, not to Bungie, no, to, the, to, the, oh. to your first one, to just saying Bamshi. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I that's went, not me. That's uh, like Kamel, his boss is doing that. <laughs> so it went from that for me to the Bungie thing, but with Bamshi <laughs> for some reason. It's like there's a Bose advert on TV at the moment for like Bose headphones or something, and this guy is like walking around the town, and uh, yeah, as, as he's walking around, it seems like the his exes, yeah, sort of, random women, yeah, <laughs> random women just sort of fade in and out next to him, and I'm like, a bit of me in my is is saying this is not a good ad for the headphones. I'm not sure I really want to be walking around town wearing headphones, being reminded of all the fights I had with my exes, only yeah. to then walk up and be all like, oh, oh hey, current girlfriend. Well, that's like, his, that's like that guy's fault for apparently listening to a soundtrack that he played during all his failed relationships. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's not saying a good precedent for his current girlfriend when he arrives. <laughs> music, music brings back repressed memories. <laughs> Bose, don't listen to music. <laughs> Noise cancel everything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Don't listen to fuck all. 
Just silence. Yeah, don't don't do don't be that man. It's not good for you. I Point saw taken. Tips. I saw a random advert on YouTube, which was one of the classic like they don't turn up very often for obvious reasons because there's like. Normally on YouTube, you get just like the same fucking advert over and over because it's whatever company has paid for that space for the fucking month or whatever they do. Yeah. Ugh, but occasionally you'll get the the mystery YouTube adverts where it's like, how did these people even afford to advertise on YouTube? <laughs> like, I, there was this really terrible one for, I don't even remember what it was for, like some kind of fantasy football league or some shit. But it was just like. It wasn't DraftKings, was it? No, it wasn't DraftKings. <laughs> it was much worse than DraftKings. But it had like. All the classic, like, like some. If if one slightly competent person looked at this, they would have been like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because it was like <laughs> it was terrible green screen, and then they were recording with a mic on the green screen that was encrypted that had like a high pitched whine on it because they were recording into an open room or some yeah, shit. Weird. And then like the studio audio when it wasn't on the green screen was only coming out of the left speaker. <laughs> <laughs> and like the sound mix on the sound effects was way too loud. It's just like how how does this even happen? How can you afford to put this advert onto YouTube but not have one single person who looks at it and says this is really shit? <laughs> I've never come across that. I've never come across an advert that has doesn't that hasn't been like like even just a very professional trailer or like Nike or something or yeah, it's like a TV yeah, ad. Like, yeah, been converted. that kind of grade of ad. But yeah, Nissan. Lots of Nissan ads. That was it's it like it only turned up once in like all these videos I was watching. It's like that was all they paid for. Hmm. Just like a one hundredth of the ad content on YouTube. It's this terrible advert. Weird. <laughs> I don't watch all these adverts that much because the ad blocker seems to work quite well on YouTube. But um, I have noticed that it seems to be a thing that it's affecting TV adverts because you know TV advert is like what thirty seconds or something. How yeah. long? I, I guess that varies. But now, in order to use, if you want to like reuse that and use it on the internet, it has to get across most of the advert within about five seconds. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's the adverts are now like, oh god, here's the thing. Like, and like, then they do something like, dumb for the remaining yeah, yeah, twenty-five it, seconds. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you get the adverts which are specifically made for YouTube, like the the fucking whatever that betting website is with. With what's his face? What, with Ray Winston. Yeah. They have a punt on They have their specific YouTube adverts, which basically all start with, Oi, don't touch that skip button. And it's like, skip. <laughs> skip. <laughs> you get to say that within the five seconds that it takes for me to be able to hit that skip button. Uh, <laughs> I suppose, like, you know, some ads, I suppose, are, are designed for both, are conveniently designed for both YouTube and TV by nature of like they've probably got a sponsorship deal, right? So they have to make like these little five second snippets to bookend breaks for shows, right? And it's like then there you go, you've got that perfect five second YouTube ad like, like that wouldn't be marked as skippable, but it's short enough not to piss everyone off, unless you see it like fifty times. It's so, like you remember that that bloody split acting ad that was on like yep. every. It seemed to like be on and every, like a five minute advert yeah. or something. Who who is going to watch all of that? Yeah, those are the uh, stupid ones on YouTube. It's like, I I don't think... The only time... I mean, I have watched, like, one or two of those where it's like, this is actually a sort of interesting five-minute advert. That's happened? Yeah, there's been a couple of, like, 
where you just want to see what is what the fuck is actually going to turn out. I mean, not that one. You can tell that one's terrible right from the start, where it's like, this is just some, this is going to be painful bullshit the whole way through, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah. you just give it. And I just, the division is starting to do the rounds at the moment for me. Like Ubisoft ads are starting to kick in. What does it mean to be part of the division? <laughs> do you remember what you swore or something? It's <laughs> something like that. And then I skip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the division. It's snowy. Oh, yeah, apparently, which is weird. Well, not right now. If you look at New York, geez. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that snowy. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear? Apparently, if you try and like drive somewhere in New York right now, you get arrested, or at least yesterday. Well, yeah, because they shut yeah. down. The city. They shut they, everything. Like down. the literal mayor's mayor came and said, "It's not like it's not just a random thing. It's a no, it's not random. Temporary law. It's yeah, just how totally. the Batman game starts, isn't it? Like they just shut the city down. Yeah, totally. And then Batman happens. The start of Gotham. Like they used to say <laughs> that, like um, Metropolis is basically New York City during the day, and Gotham is New York City at night, or it was at least in the seventies. Yeah, that was the idea. So it's New York City all day round. <laughs> well, yeah. is that what you just said? No, so I'm saying it's like that's what they're inspired by, or whatever. Metropolis oh. is inspired by New York City during the day, oh, and gotcha, Gotham is, is New York. I thought you said Gotham for both for some reason. It's like Gotham, Gotham is like New York City. Gotham at night is like New York City. Well, Gotham day. actually <laughs> is <And> a, <laughs> Gotham actually is a nickname for New York City, unlike Metropolis. It's just no one uses it anymore. Okay. I've learned. Today I learned. Yes. Anyway. So, I also wanted to talk in the random section. <laughs> related, yeah, welcome that, to random. Success. Conveniently related to the YouTube bullshit we just talked about, sort of, I mean, vaguely, mm-hmm. is I wanted to mention briefly, talk about some of the dumb spam that I've been getting, because spam is <laughs> always hilarious. Yeah. Ooh, spam. So the main type of spam that I've been getting for quite a while now is the is the I don't know, it must be designed to like get past an automated filter at some point, but it makes it really obvious that it's spam. Which is the ones where they they do fake like service emails for you know Skype or YouTube. Oh, proper phishing messages. Yeah, phishing, it's like, yeah. but they they always follow the same format, which is like the subject line is always you have deferred messages or you have delayed messages, and then just a random word attached to the end. Cabbages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I've got one in my email inbox at the moment that's like, you have deferred messages, retrograde. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I've, I've seen, uh, weirdly, I've seen that one, actually. Yeah. And it's like, it must be getting past an automated filter at some point by doing that, but it makes it really, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you look at the end of the line for the random word. Splash damage. No, I had one that was said woofing. Woofing. <laughs> 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 I gotta check my woofing Skype. <laughs> yeah, but then the more interesting spammy that I had like yesterday was it's it's like basically it's the meta even it's, it's meta spam where. It's basically a variation of the old Nigerian prince plan. Right, yeah. Like, we have money for you, send us all your details (laughs) style. But, like, it's made up to look like it's from the US Treasury. (laughs) And the, the, like, bullshit line in it is, we have money for people who have been victims of internet scams. Send us your details (laughs) and we give you this money. Like, wow, that's better. That's nice. I like that. Scammers picking on the scams. (laughs) It's like, we know this guy has been gullible once before. Let's let's go straight for the jugular. <laughs> it was the, the meta spam. That's pretty good. It's fairly weird. 
and also in my email at the moment is maybe a lot of messages that I actually need because I've I've been having problems with security annoyingly. No, oh no! I don't know how. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't are know. we all compromised? Yeah, maybe. Okay, good. Fuck <laughs> like you guys, I guess. But like, I've, it started in, in like mid December. I didn't really notice until late December that Russians had got into my Origin account. Oh yes, you told us about this, I think. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I went and fixed that, which was luckily easier than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was actually going to have to fucking phone up a support line for some mm. bullshit, but luckily I didn't. So I saw that out, and then maybe in late December, but maybe a like really long time ago, and it just hasn't surfaced until now. Like apparently back in. 2014 some at some point there was a leak of like minecraft like account details mm. and i'm not sure whether there's been another one or whether it's just like a very long tail off of that one but like my minecraft account got into oh weird what, what could they get out of that though well my minecraft account. other than that like, <laughs> does that really gain the money? it's worth money a copy of minecraft <laughs> yes exactly but, so it was just like, and that one was weird because after I like realized that my Minecraft account had been gotten into because there was there was emails coming to my email account that would like your change your account password. We like click here to you know to, to, to confirm, it, to or, confirm or was it to, okay? So I was just like, oh well, that's I probably need to go change my password then for real. Mm. So I went and did that, but then when I actually like. At that point, I was like, well, this is weirdly coincidental because it's like my Origin account and my Minecraft account, but that's like not even related. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just Google search my email address and, oh, see wow. if, and see if for some reason, like my email, because obviously it's actually my Origin account and my Minecraft account do both use the same email address. Yeah, yeah. And sort yeah. of partially for even the username, you could say, because the Minecraft one and the original one you can use the email address as the login yes, yeah that's true so i was like well shit this is, could be bad so i googled that up but the only thing i well what i found was basically youtube videos that had lists of minecraft usernames in oh wow weird so what it's a youtube video with that your name was in there but google had ocr no or it's something, in, or? In, in, in oh, they just put it in the comment but yeah, it was just like this huge long list in the in the description of Minecraft usernames and passwords. And I was like, well, that's shitty, but I guess that solves that problem. <laughs> Surely that's a really easy thing to get flagged and taken down. Well, though, yeah, right? you'd think so. But it, I mean, I think it was just like, because I saw that email come in and I Googled it immediately, it was still there. Because mm. I imagined it hopefully got taken down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually looked again, so who knows? I suppose it doesn't matter if you change it to something else. No, yeah. so I did that. But then at that point, I was like, God damn it, I'll just go around and change all my fucking passwords because... <laughs> Dan, what are you doing? There's a lot of mic noise. What am I doing? I don't yeah. know. You're bumping your mic a lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I'm what? You're bumping your mic against something. No, I'm not. No, I don't know. Okay. Weird. Whatever. So anyway. There's a lot of noise. Huh. Yeah, I what went around I and changed all... Went... <laughs> Nothing. Stop doing whatever you were doing. I wasn't doing anything, man. <laughs> Do less. <laughs> so yeah, I went around chasing all my goddamn passwords. Although when I actually came to think about it, I was like, "How many pa- how many accounts do I actually even have passwords for any longer?" Because it's like there's Origin, there's Steam, there's I went and changed my Kerbal Space Program website account and Factorio, 
And then I was like, that's it. I mean, there's Guild Wars and Eve, but they're on different passwords already. <laughs> and I was like, that's most of them. I was, I, I was thinking, that's weird. That doesn't seem like I have enough accounts. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Um, obviously, it looks a bit dodgy, but of course, it totally makes total sense. If you go into Chrome and the settings, it actually lists all the passwords it's got saved for you, and you can even uncover them because, of course, <laughs> it's not, there's no secret there or whatever. That's you know, right. yeah, they, it's got they, to be two-way encrypted, right? Exactly. So I find that quite useful because it gives you an entire list of all of the places where you've saved a login or whatever in Chrome. So it's like a list oh, yeah. of all the well, sites I, you have logins for. So I use uh, LastPass to manage that <coughs> and stuff like that because then uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's distributed and things like that. But You know, I don't like any of that shit. So what I ended up doing was, because I'm dumb but not... I'm, 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 I'm annoyed by things saving my password. But I'm also annoyed by having to remember a lot of different passwords, which is mm. bad in itself. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the age-old problem, right? You just can't win this battle. So it? what I ended up doing, basically, was not to give away all my secrets, but <laughs> I basically wrote an auto-hotkey script to help me generate passwords that I can just type in. It's like the auto-hotkey script modifies my keystrokes to generate passwords. Oh, weird. So I was like, that that way I can remember a simpler password, but it's actually you typing in a much more complicated one. I see. What, are you just doing like a Caesar shift or something on it? Or Well, I'm not going to say what oh, exactly. Okay. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's, 13, it's doing favourite cipher. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my solution. It's bad, but <laughs> it's better than me forgetting yeah, my passwords all the time. obfuscates it a little bit. Just I've tried like... Sure you remember what the script is. Yeah, exactly. And store that somewhere. Yeah. Oh, no problems. <laughs> It was, I thought it was probably safer than writing them down on physical paper. <laughs> well, no, you never leave, so that's probably fine. Because, because even if the script <laughs> somehow got taken by someone, they wouldn't know exactly how I was using it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a thing that modifies keystrokes. You have to still have to know what the keystrokes are. I did. Um, I did have a random email from Google. I don't. Know, I, I I don't know if it was spam or not, but it basically. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, but I, I investigated it nonetheless. It basically said so. Like some, it, it said someone has your password. Sure. And I'm like, right? Why would Google? That's a weird thing for them to send me. Like, um, so I checked it out. Like, obviously not following any links in the email, doing yep. everything properly, logging to Google separately, uh, going to the account, and sure enough, like looking at it, there was a um um that you can see like login history for devices and stuff and yeah. where it thinks they are, they are in Google, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of them was like in Basingstoke and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that, in, unless my IP address is weirdly that reporting me. that I'm in Basingstoke. That's, <laughs> that doesn't seem right. So I, uh, uh, yeah, I went through the process of changing my password, setting up new two factor and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah. I want to, what? Mm. Disappointing. Yeah. Fortunately, my Google account is like a unique password, right, yeah. so like I was good, and they didn't seem to have done anything with. Well, presumably they got stopped by two factor anyway. Yeah, hopefully you'd, you'd think but, so. Yeah, nothing seems to have happened. Amazing stake is never even very interesting place to get hacked from. <laughs> <laughs> Define an interesting place to get well, like, like, like 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 Bruges. Well, it's or like something. my origin account was the Russians, and my Minecraft account was well, I. I hesitate to say it was Arabic, but it was an Arabic name. <laughs> so that could still be known from England, for all I know. Yeah, Happy Salad has only ever been under attack by Russians. 
<laughs> so don't like, they just don't like it. Yeah, remember the old Happy Salad forum, you know, being taken down by Russian script kids. It's weird. When so, forums yeah. were still a thing. Yep. <laughs> when we had forums, yeah. for some reason. Just for us. For I about, don't know. They sort of It work. was just for us and, like, two other people. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I it, thought was... They looked, it was quite a nice reskinning of uh, PHBBB. It was all right. Yeah, it worked quite well. <clears throat> just, just slap some green on it. <laughs> yeah. So that was, Man, that was it's fair. a bit weird how there isn't, like, a... Like a I mean, there's that discourse thing, which I don't like, and I don't think anyone likes it, but there isn't like a forum software, like a quick, there's no like portable Reddit that you can just comment, that you can just install, you know what I mean? Or whatever. You see what I mean? Mm. Or, or like Hacker News equivalent. I mean, there are, there are a there's few, aren't they? Like, we some can, similar ones. I there? mean, you can, you can use Facebook comments, can't you, as a, yeah, as a widget? Yeah. And... yeah, that's true. Ugh. But everyone's getting rid of comments now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Soon there'll be no comments or forums. Soon there will be no opinions. We there don't need Only YouTube comments. videos. Yeah. Only YouTube video opinion pieces. Well, that would be it. I was about to say, all opinions, great, must be, all opinions must be expressed in podcast or video format only. No text. I mean, that would be pretty funny if, like... If like you can only, only reply you can comment with videos, on YouTube. yeah, if, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. instead of the comments below, you just have a whole list of videos of just face yeah. cams. But then no one, no one would ever watch a, them, right? There should be a setting. Who <laughs> reads the comments? You can, you <laughs> Same dis- difference. Yeah. That should be a setting because you could disable comments, right? So you should be able to yeah. disable comments, but enable like a comment replies. Yeah, Maybe but that doesn't actually work though, does it? Because everyone would just spam it with not comment videos. Hey, check out my music video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd have, to, you'd have to moderate that shit, I guess. But, like, you have to moderate comments. But it'd probably be easy with videos because it'd be slightly <laughs> so, less. Exactly. Who moderates comments on YouTube? An American soccer mom makes $14,000 an <laughs> yeah, hour. exactly. Just by staying at home. <laughs> Whatever those things yeah, are. That, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you covered the basics. Soccer moms and large amounts of cash per hour at home. Yeah. Is that all you need to know? To lose Great. weight with this one stealth secret. <laughs> this one weird trick yep. to make insurance brokers like you. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck up your credit history. Oh, do I, this thing. I hate the internet. There's one Sometimes. stealth secret. Paint yourself one stealth radar. As, as, opposed to, <laughs> as, to, as opposed to one completely obvious secret. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Oh, How was skiing? Uh, You're alive, so there's that. I'm alive. I didn't injure myself. I fell down quite a lot of times, but it was good because I only got. Oh, so you actually no skied? Breaks. Okay, good. Yeah, I did. I skied. I'd never done it before, um, and I was getting the hang of it by the second day. I had two lessons or whatever, so and so that was good. Uh, but then Kamel made me ski down the mountain, and that was like, how slow can I actually go? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Took bloody ages. How slow can you go? Yeah, and I managed to make it down. I walked down the last slope in the end because I was just too tired and it was too steep and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was generally cool. And I'm, excuse me, looking forward to going back. Um, and burp. And burp. Yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, that's a pretty good descriptor, I think. Yeah, um, although the trouble was it was like not just a skiing holiday, it was a heavy drinking holiday. So it was like all the skiing was hungover and there wasn't much sleep to be had. Um, so yeah, we, we, we predicted that part. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it wasn't Austria. It was um, Andorra, which is in the Pyrenees. It's between Spain and France, I guess. 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, it was a bit weird going Sprouts. south to 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 the snow, but it was pretty high up. And it, I did that stupid because I'd never been in the mountains before like that, apart from maybe Scotland, but not like snowy mountains. And I did that dumb thing, you know, that video game. Do you ever get that where you're like you're you're somewhere that you've never seen before, and you look around and you're like, wow, this is like Skyrim. <laughs> Or, or whatever, <laughs> you, know, you know, or you go to LA and you're like, "Wow, this is like Grand Theft Auto." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a bit more literal. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, I did get that feeling. It's pretty cool. Uh, wow, I never realised that this insert game here nailed snow effects. Yeah, exactly. It was like, wow, it's like a blizzardy and snowy, and like it's amazing. Act three was dead on with its snow sharks. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> it did give you that feeling going down one of the slopes of like, hang on a minute, this is exactly like fucking Cool Borders three or some shit. <laughs> oh, I don't know, except with the skis for me. Other people are snowboarding. Where's my jump indicator so I can perfectly grind this rail? Exactly. That's what I want to know. Um, yeah, so it was cool. I'm quite jealous. I'd quite like to actually be able to ski. Well, yeah, we should go. It's, a, it's, it's expensive, but this thing was subsidized because yeah. it was a company trip, so that made it worthwhile or whatever. So, But I think it's quite a pain to actually do, but totally worth it, I'm sure. I, I, I'd quite like to go for like a a week or maybe less, maybe like four or five days or something. Yeah. Rather sort of, than sort of like, a... I basically only did two days. So of skiing, actual skiing. So it'd be cool to, to, and not drink constantly. That might make it easier <laughs> yes. to learn. I'd imagine, oh, I can, yeah, I can't imagine trying attempting to ski whilst hungover. Like all I'd want to do is like, be, well, the, it's... be the Kevin Hermit and like, like they've got well, no fires, people... right? Sorted. People did that. People did that, but like then you're wasting your ski pass, which is very expensive. So, and and the thing is, it's quite. It's obviously then, it's quite. You just risk. don't drink enough. You see, it wakes you up being in the cold or whatever, and and it's very bright and 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 night, good air and 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 a chill in the air and stuff. And obviously that kind of it's quite good for hangovers, I would say. Um, mm. And you don't really notice after a while, but at first it's like, whoa. I mean, the main problem was going up the gondola to the summit that's swinging in the wind when you're like, oh, feeling sick. Yeah. yeah, that was the bad part. <laughs> yeah. We got stuck in our gondola, gondola, gondola at one point in the dark, in the, ra- in the, in the wind, and it stopped. And, I, and we're like, what's wrong with it? And it took like 10 minutes before it started moving again. Uh, and, and I then, think... And you're like, if they turned was, it off for the night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what's going on? And it was dark as well. There were no lights in the gondola. They gave us like a mm. torch, which is a bit weird. Anyway, and then apparently <laughs> I heard the reason it stopped was because it was too windy. And I'm like, okay. Um, but but how, we're on it. What happens? Yeah, but we're on it. Like, what what happens if it just keeps getting windier? Like, do we just stay up here? Anyway. That's... that's Mm. Yeah, is, that, is it? I don't know. Does it? Is it worse if it's moving and it's windy? Like does, yeah. maybe. What's I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. So uh, yeah, weirdness. And we did another shitty thing, which was like um, going down a slope on like rubber rings, where you just they're like a donut. <laughs> Have you done that? And you just yeah. jump on. Well, there's plenty. Like, there's, there's plenty of fail videos of people <laughs> just like yeah, I haven't yeah, got yeah. any control. Let's oh, go into a bar on a yeah, rubber ring. Th- there's literally no control at all, and it's not very good. So I wouldn't recommend that one. Um, I think they did it because they wanted like a group activity because everyone was like skiing according to or, or snowboarding according to their skill level. So you could go a whole day without seeing people on the mountain so they wanted like a group activity but it was a bit it was a bit lame 
That sounds like it could still be fun. It's like Yeah, it was sort of fun. It was more fun when you get a bigger ring and you have multiple people pile onto it at once. <laughs> Oh, you should just get a raft, right? Just yeah, raft yeah. down the yeah, slope. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect going up because I didn't know how big these like rings would be. I kind of thought it might even be like like the equivalent of of those um, you know, those Banana rapids, boat? those rapids rides where you're in a, a okay, ring yeah. and you're facing inwards on 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 them chair on seats and they spin around. You know, that would be fine, but on a mountain, <laughs> I'd be up for that. Yeah, that would be cool. They should make that. Might be dangerous, but I don't know. Well, those boat things are probably quite heavy. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know, really I know. Work. But that'll make you go faster. <laughs> yeah, that's why it doesn't work. Because <laughs> yeah, it would be insanely dangerous. Yeah, it awesome. like an area with enough like walling, I suppose. Because like, you know, the inflatable bits would just bounce up. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, not about walling, it's about stopping. Well, yeah, you just sort of, you know, you have to put it on just the right bit so there's like a, an, an incline or a... At the end, yeah. At you the need end, to, yeah. yeah. and they had a net, I guess, but you'd have to have quite a big net for one of those things. <laughs> and an incline. Yeah. So, yes, skiing, I recommend. And I don't know if, because, like, I was enjoying learning, but I can't be bothered to go to the fucking Milton Keynes or some shit and go on a drive. That sounds rubbish. I wanted to ski on actual snow. It was awesome. Well, those things are supposed to be pretty close. Like, in terms are they? Of, like, if, you're actually, if you're actually trying to learn how really? to ski, yeah, and those things are better than... Okay. You know, well, the the Milton Keynes internal facilities, as opposed to a dry slope, right? I mean, like dry, yeah, dry slopes kind of suck, right? Um, unless you're unless you're already good, in which case you could probably do right. stuff, yeah. But you know, if you're learning, because as I proved with snowboarding, like yeah. the dry slope was rubbish, and like those, but apparently those you know proper indoor cold yeah. places, freezer warehouses, because it good. oh good, okay, maybe give it a try, but I don't know, I might as well just might as well just wait and then go. Because like it snowed the first night after the first lesson, and then it was really good sn- snow on the ground the second day, and it's amazing. You can just fall over, and it doesn't hurt at all, really, even when you're going pretty fast. Fabulous. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Boof. Okay, spray behind you. Of, uh... Yeah, yeah, spraying people. My face was in that. <laughs> everyone managed to avoid me i was quite impressed by their everyone else's skills on the slope because like obviously <laughs> i was i could just about and that was the thing you, you're concentrating on what you're doing and what your body's doing and stuff and you don't really have that much situational awareness apart from i'm trying to go this way you're not really looking for like other people screaming towards you but they seem to be really good at avoiding you so it works out <laughs> i was doing the snow plow thing or whatever because obviously it's the oh, first yeah. thing they teach you but like i kept like crossing the tips when i should have like pushed out the back oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really annoying so, so then you sort of just face flood or yeah well yeah i don't know it goes a bit wrong but it's cool yeah yeah but i didn't play any computer games i even downloaded that pocket mortis thing to play it and i haven't played that yet Pocket yeah, there's a Rick and Morty Pokemon game <laughs> official. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking right. awesome. Yeah. And so everyone's desperate for Rick and Morty stuff because the next season is like ages away, like a year or something. So the, this is the latest content or whatever. And it that's actually looks really cool and fun. It's a free iOS game or, whatever, or probably Android as well. Free mobile game. Cool. But it's literally that's Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have to do that. Pilly, 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 but, but, yeah, probably. But, but, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Uh, 
Gabe. Gabe. Well, news. Have we even done it? Like what? Hey, we haven't even said what this podcast is about. Well, let's talk about what is it about vague, vague news first. This podcast is about video games. Vague, this podcast is about video games. Like <laughs> mainly, just keep talking to Zach. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna keep talking. <laughs> Screw you guys. Vague news. Like who wants vague, vague news? <laughs> of it's basically games that are sort of coming, sort of going to come out shortly, but aren't really. They just don't seem to be being advertised at all in any cases. Like I, I need the old Nintendo eShop music for this. Like. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but so obviously there's the division, which is not that far off, <laughs> and it's been very weird. Like the leaked, the leaked. Uh, I guess it's is it still Alpha? That they're, or is, is that a beta now that they're doing? What is what the who what the, the division? They've been doing a. Um, there's, there's been a lot of closed betas going on for the division. I don't know if they've done an open one yet. Yeah. Uh, so there's been a lot. Of, there's been footage leaking out of that, and of course, the traditional thing that's happened is everyone is being like, "Wow, this looks so shit!" And it's like, "Well, yeah, it's because that's not the actual assets. That's the smaller assets that they've used to make this download, not gigantic." Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't. They don't always do that. Like, yeah, not every beta has all the content up to scratch, but a lot of them do. But yeah, so, so, so I guess at this point it's still kind of hard to tell. But well, yeah. yeah, but then but then like the gameplay, it's just like I don't know. I watched a bit of it, and it's just it just looks like Destiny, but in a modern setting. Like you shoot things, and numbers come out, and then they die, and then you shoot more <laughs> things, <laughs> and then you loot some crates and get gear that you attach, and it even looks vaguely like the Destiny inventory system, like mm. like sort of squares. <laughs> I wonder if that's what. I wonder, like, I wonder if, like, some of Destiny, you know, there was a, some of Division's delays where because Destiny came out and they were like, they looked at that and thought, yeah, this is way better than what we've got. <laughs> or, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Because that makes me wonder, like, obviously, it's like, oh, are Ubisoft really just going to play the copycat game? Or is this what they originally intended? Or, or is there actually more to it and just not in the beta? Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, they've they just got to make the uh, the core gameplay appealing, right? That's the trick. They, they've got to make it not all about just making the numbers go up. Yeah. They've actually got to make it... If you're making a shooter, right, you've got to have some level of skill to it. Yeah. But then that's maybe that's the scaling. And also some interesting things that aren't just always the same type of shooting. Yeah. Give you reasons to use different weapons. Well, yeah, is, is, it, even, is it even going to have some sort of progression? Is there going to be a storyline by which you can move about? The, you know, is it going to be... Is it actually going to have a point to make you progress? Well, and... you have to assume probably. I mean, even Destiny had that <laughs> sort of. Sort of. <laughs> but, so there's that. There's XCOM 2's nearly out. Hooray! But there's <laughs> slightly more footage of that because that's more official. That's actually the one that's got sort of advertising, I guess. Yeah, what do you so think of the bit. sort of latest sort of... There's been quite a few quick look type things around. Yeah, like... I haven't been watching any of them, really. Right, okay. I... I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think anything's changed from, from what they've been showing. Really, it's just right. more of it. Yeah, well, random not. levels. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, well, they say that, but you know. Uh, well, sure. There'll be. I reckon there'll be a couple of fixed arenas for like certain. Well, I mean, there'll probably be fixed arenas yeah. for the missions. I mean, storyline missions. Yeah, presumably. But I mean, they can say random levels, but well, you know, what does that really mean? <laughs> How, how how small are the parts that are randomised is the question. Because uh, if it's just like, this car is parked on the other side of the street this time. <laughs> it's like, that's well, not really that, that significant. That can make a difference, though. 
Yeah. You can, but it's still obviously the same level. Is what yeah, saying. that's true. I, I think they specifically went out of their way. I think the reason why they said that, yeah, was to specifically just go out of their way to say, yeah, you know what, we're like, we're going a little bit more towards the original XCOM's design. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not like the original XCOM's randomized levels were actually that random either. It's still like the same buildings just laid out in a different arrangement. I, I think whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever level, whatever level they do will be, uh, will be, Better than what they had. Well, yes, because you know? it wasn't really random at all previously. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't at all, other than enemy positioning. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> something that only I'm interested about. I didn't re- really realize, but I suddenly had a remembrance that Super Pokemon <laughs> Mystery Dungeon is actually coming out shortly. Yeah, it's been oh, out cool. for quite a while in America, of course. Because yep. for some reason, that's the one that is the opposite way round. Yeah, How come that yeah. isn't like a bigger deal if if you say it's if it's clear, if it's really really good <laughs> there, well, because it's still a spin-off it is still a spin-off and generally you know, they, they they do make quite a lot of those games not many of them make it to the american or the um like the the mystery dungeons not necessarily well, the yeah, pokemon it's but like the mystery the, dungeon there's, thing. That, there's a lot of them it's like the pokemon um, one is actually a spin-off of a different thing entirely that, it's not a, just the spin-off of Pokemon, it's a no. spin-off of the Mystery Dungeon format. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So there are quite a lot of those games, and I think in the West, they aren't considered by the mainstream as very good. Like, just the general feeling about them is not that they, it's never been that they're great games. And so maybe if they have, maybe if they, even if they have improved them to the point, you know, as Zach says, you know what, these are legitimately, legitimately good, maybe people just don't care. Anymore. Well, like, yeah, but know, maybe they should. <laughs> maybe well, they, they should. Yeah. It's probably the, they didn't get in early enough, maybe. Because it's like, I mean, those, the earlier Pokemon Mystery Dungeons, people say those were better than the free, the, the, the DS one. Right. Because it was like, the, they were like more complicated, supposedly. Oh, what? They so not like the better, ones, better mechanics. No, yeah. I mean the Pokemon ones. Oh, okay. But like better mechanics in general. And then, like, supposedly the 3DS one was kind of simplified. Oh, okay. So, what? The ones prior to when you jumped in were actually better ones. Yeah, like the GBA and, mm. and Game Boy ones, supposedly. But supposedly, Super, Super is meant to be getting back towards being more complicated again. Like, it might be going back up towards the older ones. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, what was the first Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, the one you played? Yeah. Was that the first one that came to UK? Or did they actually release the DS? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think they probably did. Yeah. But of it, course does fly, pay attention. it does fly really low on the radar, doesn't it, for some reason? Yeah. And, and you know, especially because it's Pokemon, you think they would have pushed it a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon. You can sell any shit with Pokemon. Well, they pushed Pokemon Picross hard enough, right? Well, not so really. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it, it, it got mentioned in various things. It's like I don't think Mystery Dungeon has really been mentioned in many. Yeah, that's true. In I many guess. broadcasts, many Nintendo communiques. Yeah, <laughs> and it's weird. Like, I mean, it seems weirder to to, to us because of the like dramatically split launch date. Mm. Like the fact that it already came out in America. Like at least two months before it comes out in Europe, it's really strange. It's like it's not, it's quite that, a long time. I mean, it's not that uncommon in for Nintendo, right? Though, well, no, like, but it, it goes one direction or the other, right? The UK will get it early, or the America will get it earlier. Yeah, it's, it's very rare that there's actually a joint release. But it's still like that. Still seems weird for the marketing. It was just like probably the opposite. Woody's World was like three or four months behind the UK release. For the, the Americans got it super late. Yeah. It just seems it, that's why, it, like, 
it's hard to tell whether whether they're not marketing it or whether it's just because the marketing is only targeted at the market that can actually get it. <laughs> like maybe there was a lot of marketing on American angles and we just didn't see that. And now that the game's come out there, no one's doing it any longer. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, what else? Uh, there's some other things. Uh, I've forgotten. There's some other games. Oh, there's two games that sort of... Oh, wait, of course, there's the important one. Uh, the Witness comes out on Tuesday. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Some of those. So, after all the silence, they suddenly let... Yeah, Tuesday. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. I guess I'm going to have to play that. I'm, I, my, I'm mainly curious about seeing how much bullshit the 20 to 40 hours is. Yeah. Because <laughs> that like seems a, quite ridiculous. To 100%, isn't it? That's is it a simultaneous or... release, then, for PC and PS4? Or... Apparently. Yeah. Right. They're not going to do a timed exclusive thing or something with PS4. That's cool. No. I guess it's not important enough. But they made a big deal of it, like on the PS4 like reveal. That was ages yeah. ago. <laughs> well, yeah. yes, that's part of the problem. Well, they've, they've always used the phrase console exclusive with it. You know, right. Because well, okay. it's not going out yeah. on Xbox, certainly. Well, it, it, you know, it might eventually. Well, yeah. It might be a console timed exclusive, but we just... Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested about how long it actually is. Also, I'm kind of... I'm not sure I want a game like that to be that long, is the thing. I kind of want puzzle games to be the just the right length, unless it's one of those, like, I don't know, like a block puzzle or something that you get super into. Well, how long did you think Antichamber was, really? Uh, Antichamber was about the right length. <laughs> I don't like actually how long it took me in the end, but you know, that, that felt about... You know, it didn't outstay its welcome. Because the thing about The Witness, well, one of the things is that, like the sort of worrying rumour or like possibly like seeing through the facade rumour that I've heard is that we may be in a, in a everyone's gone to the rapture kind of situation where the walking speed might be quite slow and you can't go any faster. Uh, and I'm right, like, yeah. so how much does that add to the 20 to 40 hours? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm forced to walk really slowly between puzzles, that might not be legit. These puzzles would better not be big enough that requires all these walk- all this walking. Well, the trouble, the, like the very small amounts of information that Jonathan Blow has been saying about it, he's like the walking speed. Is, what supposedly is what he said. He was like the walking speed might be quite slow in order that when you're traveling around the world, you look at things for longer and ponder them. <laughs> it's like fine, yeah, fine, okay, whatever. But if I just want to go somewhere, I'm I'm hoping that if there is like a slow walking speed that there's at least like a fast travel to places you've already been maybe to sort of counteract it a bit. Cause it's like, if he wants you to ponder things while you're walking towards them, that's fine. The first time <laughs> if I'm walking down the same route again, I don't need that time to ponder any longer. I've already seen it. <laughs> I'm just going to go investigate that random crash. Yes. Probably to go and see the loud noise in his house. Mm. So yeah. The well, you need back. a little check box, don't you? So that um, after you've walked through an area, it has a little pondered, Mark next to it. <laughs> this has been yes. pondered. And that, that should just be like that's the achievements. Yeah, that's yeah. the achievement for you getting entering a new area. <laughs> You've pondered this area. Not entered, but having spent enough well, time traversed or something. Yeah, traversed it. Yeah. Also, I'm kind of like in a similar vein to like being interested about the twenty to forty hour thing. Is there's been like the preview videos? They show like flybys over the island. And that island doesn't look big enough to contain 20 to 40 hours worth of puzzles. <laughs> Even though they're like these tiny little screens, supposedly. Mm. Like every puzzle is based on these little computer and th- screens. And there's basically. definitely just the one island, right? 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's the thing, of course. Yeah. There could be other islands or like 50% of the game could be underground or something. Mm. But yeah, that island looks quite small for, <laughs> for being the only environment of this game we've seen. Of course, it won't be so, pondered. Yeah. It will be witnessed. <laughs> yep, so, naturally. God. Anyway. <laughs> so you see how many achievements have that in it. Hopefully just one. Like what, what, the you've completed the game. Yeah, witnessed. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, so well, that. I'm still sort of cautiously optimistic about the witness. Sure. I mean, hopefully the puzzles are actually good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important thing, I guess, in the end. If it, I mean, the other sort of question about it in terms of puzzles is always like the fizz angle of like how how esoteric does it get in terms of like are we going to be taking notes on this shit? <laughs> right. Are you going to be collaborating with the rest of the internet to try and solve the, this yeah. or something? I don't think it's going to be quite like that. And that's not really his style, is it? Jonathan Blow? It's more like well, you're in I a vacuum. Well, I don't know, because like the, the super secret hidden stars in Braid were ridiculous. Mm. Like some of those things you could probably not have ever worked out by yourself. But then that's it's true. not really a collab it's not really a collaboration either, because in that case it was just like one or two insanely observant and crazy people. <laughs> Found it, yeah. Yeah, and then just pl- 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 proliferated. 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 You're getting it all wrong. What's it? Transversed or something. Yes, anyway, transversed. transversed. That's a different word from traversed. I think it's still a Transfarred. word. Transfarred. <laughs> Transfarring. <laughs> Transfarring. So there's that. Did that ever have? Did Transfarring ever... What, digital lockers and all that shit? I, don't, I think it happened for a moment and then it went away. Yeah. I think as soon as they said that word, perhaps they'd like audibly felt the groan. <laughs> just like, and they were like, oh no, backtrack, backtrack. And then, so not really so much in games that are going to come out immediately, like The Witness and all these other ones, <laughs> XCOM and Pokemon and all that. I really kind of hope The Witness is good. Yes. Like, I just want, like, I bet it'll be good. Just be- I think it's just because it's Jonathan Blow, right? Like, just cause- well, also because it's been like eight years. Yeah, that's it- always also like you really want something that's coming after eight years of work. It's like The Last Guardian. If that isn't at least decent, well, <laughs> at this point, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Like you could argue that you know that him and the other characters in indie game, the movie, you know, they kind of were the the genesis of this of the of this the current state of indie games right you know they yeah. were yeah. the cusp yeah. of this so you kind of want good things for them right because obviously we might not have had such well maybe games. not filthy like, i don't know <laughs> uh, well yeah okay you may not be the the most stable of people but come on man fez <laughs> fez too this is not ever gonna uh, happen apparently no uh. The thing that I found weird about The Witness, actually, when I was looking at it on Steam, is it's tagged as indie, and it just doesn't feel like an indie game any longer. It no. seems... It's weird that it's been it in development so, for so long. Yeah, it's, it's like eight years, and he has a team, and it's you know, you consider, quite big, supposedly. I mean, do you consider things like the Talos Principle as, as an indie game? Like, <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Because that's the... I mean, you know, that was that. That's the that's the guys that made Serious Sam, is Yep, it? it is. It's like, yeah, so it's not really an indie game, but it's still... It's that sort of ilk, right? That the the Talos principle and the witness occupy the same space in my head. It's like it's, what is it just that they're first person puzzle puzzlers. worlds, yeah. like antichamber wars? Oh well, yeah, even even Numa, I, it, which is I guess even closer to being an indie game, like fills that space. You know, it's the, the that it just doesn't seem like they 
they fit within the idea any longer so much. I mean, the witness especially. If it's as big as it claims to be, that I mean, Blow probably had a team. Blow probably had a team well, yeah, this time, right? He, he kind of worked on team. his own. And also, it's coming out on PlayStation. Not that that's necessarily an anti-indie thing any longer, but it's quite a supposedly important PlayStation game, I guess, considering how much you know they pushed it. Yeah, it's high profile. Yeah, I'll give it that. I really hope it's good. Yep, we'll I see. really hope it's good. And then finally, in vague game release related news, I guess I had another another sudden remembrance the other, the other day. When... Remembrance. Whenever you say remembrance, it makes me like I, I'm suddenly imagining reefs being set down. Reefs, reefs, <laughs> being being set down somewhere. It's like in remem- in, in memoriam. Yeah, of, remembrance of these games that have come to pass. I had a sudden remembrance. But let's have a ceremony. That neither of those roller coaster tycoon type games have come out. Oh yeah, and I hadn't heard anything for ages because I hadn't really been paying attention. I did like sometime last year have this same remembrance and went and looked at them again. Mm. <laughs> but then I had it again like more recently, and it turns out there's been some actual action happening in both cases. So you've got Roller Coaster Tycoon World, which is made by Atari. They have the brand, but like not really living up to the legacy of the of the actual old games. It's like, you know, new teams and new engines and not really any of the same people or anything. It's just the name and the vague idea. So they ran a beta in December. The game was actually meant to come out in December, but they ran this beta and everyone shit on it. So uh, <laughs> it got delayed until sometime early 2016. Wait, wait, sorry, which one was this? This Rollercoaster Tycoon World. Okay. The Atari one. So yeah, it got shit on fairly vigorously. <laughs> Supposedly, it's mostly just... It, <laughs> vigorous. Fairly vigorously shat on. <laughs> Moderately vigorously. <laughs> Supposedly, it's like it's a downpour. <laughs> some parts of it are okay. Like the spline roller coaster construction is quite a nice system when it works. It's sort of not not grid based. Yeah, yeah so. when it works, it's quite good, but it has a tendency to break quite easily. So it was still mm. quite buggy. And big Jeffrey, yes, and quite supposedly quite a lot of content. I mean, it was beta, so they didn't have all the content in, so it was hard to say. But it didn't seem like it was a very complete product at that point, which was another reason it was like, they have to delay this, because it doesn't seem like it's done. Mm. So yeah, that got delayed until early 2016, whereas the other one, Planet Coaster, which is made by Frontier. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Who And, you know, they they are partially responsible for Rollercoaster Tycoon 3, which, you know, that's not one... That's not the best Rollercoaster Tycoon, but it was in the spirit of the first two, I guess. Mm. So they they had up until like June of last year they'd been basically silence. Then suddenly around the middle of the year pre-orders appeared with absolutely no more information, which was weird. I think I commented on that at the time. Wasn't there another trailer popped up or something? A very vague trailer. Didn't actually really show any game. No. And it was like, no, (laughs) pre-orders. It's like there's been literally no information about this ever since you announced the name of it. But since then they've sort of started putting small amounts of information. There's like, there's basically animation renders and then a couple of dev diary things. And occasionally you can see the devs playing the game in them, you know, over their shoulder or whatever, <laughs> in their dev diary vision. Is Chris Sawyer involved in any of these? No, right. I don't think so. Because he was the he was the guy, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So yeah, Planet Coaster looks like it might actually be a game, as it turns out, and that's coming out in March. <laughs> so yeah. approximately the same time as Planet Coaster, like, well, yeah. by the looks of it. Well, maybe they saw each other and like, we need to compete. But yeah, Planet Coaster looks more, looks a lot more like Roller Coaster Tycoon, hmm. like that sort of semi-cartoony style, I what, guess. Like for, but in gameplay, sort of forcing it to the grid, like some. No, it still seems to be mostly free of the grid. There are some grid-based parts, like it seems to be. I I don't know really if anyone remembers this, but in Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, it had scenery that you built like walls per tile. So you could construct like fake buildings by using these tiled walls to construct oh, okay. a, a no, vague shell of a structure. Mm. But it didn't really matter in that game, of course. <laughs> no, it's just for you. Yeah. So Planet Coaster seems to be trying to basically bring that back. Like you have build, you can sort of build buildings part, like part by part by using these walls, but they still have functional parts attached to that. Mm. I suppose you could like if you like theme a coaster consistently, maybe like like and the, have the have the dudes walking around to be all like, oh, this yeah. is cool, and they affect their. It seems cool. like that's probably the aim, mm-hmm. and that, that's the classic like roller coaster tycoon problem of like how advanced can you make that system? Because yeah. in theory, you could do some quite clever things, like you could actually maybe like calculate the eye lines of the people riding the roller coaster and be like, oh, this scenery is right in their eye line as the dramatic thing is happening or whatever, mm. and actually have it count or whatever. You could do it if you wanted to, but that's probably computationally annoying. Yeah. And then the other thing that Plant Coaster also seems to have is like the terrain is a voxel like deformable grid so you can morph it however you want and like actually make like proper overhangs and tunnels and all that kind of stuff Mm. so that looks pretty cool so we'll see if either of those actually come out in march time (laughs) because neither of them like roller coaster tycoon world didn't seem finished in december and so how much more are they going to get done in three months and planet ghost that just hasn't been enough information to determine whether they'll be done in three more months yeah who who knows what (laughs) even that game really is it's yeah it's tricky Speaking of Frontier, yeah, you mm-hmm. see the stuff going down in uh, the new Elite content, like people discovering mysterious alien biology things that seem to give off materials, but no one really knows what they do. Sure. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of interesting Elite starting to play that mystery card. Or it's just like, like content that they haven't finished yet, because they're still in, this is the, the whole thing of that. DLCs, it's not. Oh, it's what, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like an early access. I, I, I kind of like that it's because it's like the way they're doing it. Like, actually, this makes this evolve over time, right? Like, because they didn't really, they haven't gone all in on like the, the alien stuff in Elite. Yeah. Like, you know, from where they used to be in the original games. So it's like, presumably, that's where this is all going, right? They're going to go to being picked up by, oh, I want to say they were, the, they were the Zargons or something, <laughs> something like that. Like, you know, are we going to see the giant pink space horses? <laughs> That's where it goes. Giant pink space horses. Clearly. Apparently, Elite has sold um, 1.4 million and is doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm sort of worried that. For, yeah. It's not a bad number for the sort of, you know, the slow simulation yeah. that they went for, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So apparently, they're in a, a good position financially to carry on with that. So that's kind I of. Cool. I wonder how much of that has come out of the Xbox version, you know, and all their efforts to map things to controllers better. Yeah, I don't know. But still, that's cool. Yeah, interesting. And, you know, it's a good game to have hanging around for the VR onslaught. Yeah, it says something here about them focusing on Steam VR. I'm not sure what that's about. Okay. 
think it's well, because his... Steam VR is like a back end almost. Well, yeah, VR. Steam VR is like is the one open platform, right? So in theory, like uh, it, there's nothing stopping Oculus, for instance, being all like, "Oh, this is an open protocol. Yeah, we'll just hook we'll just hook into that, so we can we can still use it." Uh, presumably, they might run into troubles with their various types of motion controllers, but not that I really think those are applicable to Elite in this case. But mm. um, yeah, I think in, uh, for PC developers, I think there's a high likelihood of like people building their VR experiences for Steam VR mm. just because it's an open source platform. Yeah, and it's you know, um, and the rest of it, yeah, uh, yeah, everyone else can just sort of be yeah, we can use that too. Doesn't matter what headset you buy. Yeah, exactly. us, so you can use our proprietary <laughs> stuff and the open stuff. That's the way. Well, we don't. We still don't know that much about the Vive thing compared to the Oculus. The... Well, no. I, yeah, I just want to see, like, at some point, like after they've come out and stuff, there must be like a straight up stat comparison people can do, right? Oh, yes, yeah. This has a much higher frame rate. The latency is this. Yeah. And it's like my money is still on Oculus simply because I mean, do, they, have we talked about taken the a lot longer to pricing. Do this. On the cast. Yeah, yeah, we touched on it last week, last yeah. cast. Um, you know, was it four hundred ninety nine in this country? Well, once you, with um, shipping, it's like five twenty or something, probably. Uh, yeah, and obviously no touch controllers, just a but it comes bundled with an X bone. Yeah, pad. and they're going like, oh, you can um, just sell that if you've got one. <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, it might not cost them anything. You know, I don't think it does. Just once, yeah. once, once. Yeah, have an X bone controller. Uh, but yeah, that, that doesn't sound like a. I mean, you know, everyone's a little bit, as we talked about last time, everyone's a little bit annoyed. That's quite pricey. This isn't going to pan out for you. But it's like, you know, what did you expect? These are quite. Yeah. These are ridiculous tech. bits of kit. Well, yeah. yeah. But as we said, we're still waiting to see what the other ones are priced at. Because that'll be where we find out whether it's really that pricey or whether it's still a bit of a hike. <laughs> well, the rumor is that I mean, the, um, the uh, PlayStation VR will be the cost of a console. What would, What's that? Like 300 or something? Yeah. I don't, again, I don't think that's that far off. I think like it would be. I, I, I get, I get the impression the Oculus is probably going to be the most expensive of the three, um, because I'm still hanging on to the theory that Oculus have worked on this for a lot longer. Therefore, yeah. their stuff is probably going to be slightly more advanced than the other two. Well, well you know, PlayStation VR is obviously going to be the least advanced. Yeah, but um, that's that's where my money is right now. Yeah. And, and I don't think I don't think you'll get a bad buy with any of these, right? Because if you buy PlayStation VR, Sony seem to be going going pretty heavy on making sure that a lot of games have some level of VR in them. Um, and I think if you got the Steam one, you know, open platform, there's a high chance everything will be it'll get a great deal of support. Hmm. And if you get the Oculus, where well, you're getting that great deal of support, but probably the most technologically advanced and stuff that only works on Oculus will work too. Yeah. It's probably, you know, it's, you know, it's a classic case of all of these are good enough, you get what you pay for. I mean, I guess the Vive has that slightly different approach with the with the cameras and the... Yeah, I, I just don't, I just, I'm still not sold on the fact, I don't think anyone will ever have the setup for that. Like, yeah, we're not yeah. enough, we'll have to set up for that for it to really matter mm. in the marketplace. I think it's cool. And I think there will be like, it's it would be awesome in sort of like marketing environments, right? Oh, take a look yeah. around this car. Have a, walk around, definitely... a virtual walk around this car that we haven't made yet. I mean, that um, is definitely becoming a thing I've noticed in agencies already, yeah. just in my line. I mean, that that's... seems to be the main use of VR right now in terms of like building design, home home design, that kind of yeah. stuff. That's that's great. That's ideal. Um, 
for the vibe will make itself a marketplace there if not if not in the gaming space it's because ho basically runs like a team external team or third party from her agency team of unity devs basically mm. so, so they make quickly make 3d experiences that run on so their thing is they re- they realize that the actual quality doesn't matter that much for the um or at least right now, because it's such early tech. So what? instead of having the Oculus with the wires coming out of it, they're just using the Gear VR or whatever, which is Oculus oh, yeah, branded sure. or whatever. But that way yeah. you can walk around in the, um, you know, the whatever event you're at or, or whatever they, they are. So and, and so they're making stuff in Unity that runs on Android or whatever uh, and, uh, quickly to make a little marketing thing. That seems to be the way oh. at the moment. So it needs see, to be good enough to make an impression, right? Yeah, so it just needs to be good enough. So it's a question of whether it, apparently it, people are speculating about what's going to happen with Gear VR and whether what the next kind of basically Oculus for for but less money will be, mm. you know, and less advanced. PlayStation VR. Because I was pre- pretty impressed by the um, um, yeah, by the Gear so, VR compared to the DK One. Uh, and obviously, it's just one phone. It's just one phablet or whatever, and it's quite light or whatever. So, and all the processing is on the phone, so it can't be that great. But actually, it's fine, you know, for that kind of, you know, just initial wow of VR. Obviously, you want the proper full-on experience for proper games. As I say, I think still think that thing has a per- has, a, has a good enough use. Like, say, you know, you're just mocking up, you're an architect mocking up designs for something, yeah. and you want to have someone like experience. All right, this is what it might look like. In the same way, do you remember the old Time Team mock-ups, like or, or like any kind of oh, totally. old CG mock-up uh, used to be kind of terrible on TV. Actually, that's kind of all you need, like to mm. get an impression. And if it's in VR, great, even more yeah. of an impression. Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a rosy future, whichever way it goes. But but maybe I won't go in at six hundred pounds. At six hundred quid, yeah. Pounds. yeah. Yeah. Use use. Hey, do you want to know more NX rumors? Yeah, I totally do. So the current rumors flying around. I can't say that this. I, I know what the source was or anything like that. The current rumor is flying around that Nintendo plans to release um, something at the cost of 200 US dollars, which is low. 199 um, US dollars. Yeah. Oh, that was and the thing, all... sorry, to go back to, but of course, um, could, uh, who is it? Not Kojima, who's the guy? Um, uh, Kaz... Kaz Hirai tweeted taking the piss out of um, Oculus for pricing their thing at 599 US dollars. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, if everyone, anyone's going to make that joke, maybe Kaz should be the one to do it. But at the oh, same yeah. time, boy, didn't you see that coming? Like, at the, yeah. The, but like, you made that mistake, man. Yeah, Shut exactly. Up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up your face. Anyway, carry on. So yes, uh, yeah, two hundred, two hundred dollars uh, with. Okay, again. You've got to bear in mind that, like, no one actually really knows what this thing, and yet already there are like resolution things flying around. It's like, oh, it's going to be 900p, not 1080, 900p, but with the ability to run up to 60 frames per second. What? They, yeah, that this is weird, and this is these are the weird details that have come out of somewhere. Um, and which to me, this sounds like, oh, they're absolutely going to make a handheld first branded NX. Right, and then 
and then like this console counterpart will come later, which was a previously established rumor. In fairness, that that maybe this handheld variant will come out late this year, right? And that some kind of um, console companion will come uh, next year. But um, bloody mobile screens are way better than HD. I don't know why nine hundred p. Anyway, yeah. Well, some of them are. It's one of those things, like yeah, those those yeah, the screens on mobiles are friggin' amazing, but. Uh, like powering those for a compelling gaming experience is actually kind of hard, right? Oh, totally, like, yeah. Like, it's not if if you want both battery life and fidelity and stuff like that, it's like, and and speed. It's like, <laughs> I, I guess that's. Like, I I still don't rate the iOS land, right? Like, even if you had a brand new iPad and stuff like that, and you're running like what is it the the fifteen hundred odd p displays that those have, it's like I don't know iOS games like just, mm, they're not for that. They're not for that slick performance. They're not. Mm. Sorry, asphalt or whatever your series is. You're just not. It's like nothing appeals there. Um, I'm sure your sales figures say otherwise. <laughs> but you know, I can understand why Nintendo would want to like perhaps knock down a couple of specs, especially get the get the price down, get handhelds in people's yeah hands. In people's hands. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that must be, that's and, but, way better performance than a DS, but. Oh sure, yeah, way better screen than than what they have now. Um, Any important question is will it play DS games? Oh, yeah, will it even be dual screen? I, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not convinced it will be a dual screen device. I'm not convinced that it might. Well, if even it's high be... enough resolution, you could like turn it portrait and then just split screen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No one, no one knows if it's even a. Um, Touchscreen device, yet, yeah, although it probably has to be. It almost yeah, well, so the, the question is whether it will be a touchscreen that's good or whether it will still be a shitty single touch, not capacitance screen, or well, yeah. whatever. Well, is it's probably cheap enough to get smartphone screens now at this point that they might as well. It's probably cheaper to buy off the shelf smartphone parts than it is to make your own weird capacitive touchscreen yeah, thing. Probably. Is it going to be Wii U compatible? Is the other question that's flying around. It's like if this, what if because this design would work, right? It would like if mm. if if you had your companion yeah, device maybe powering the Wii U, or even if the device itself was as strong as a Wii U, which might be questionable. Um, then yeah, I don't know. So that's the current rumor mill. Total right. mystery, basically. Yeah, like okay. you said about the Wii U, probably at the time. It's just like theoretically. Any device could be a Wii U tablet because it's just receiving a video signal, basically. <laughs> yeah, there is something about that, that whatever codec they're using or whatever means mm. by which they are moving that signal across. Super low that latency, still, yeah. That is still super impressive. Um, and I don't think I've seen anywhere else that good. Um, I mean, yeah, like the Wii U screen obviously doesn't, like, when you put the video over it and stuff like that, obviously there is a resolution, resolution drop. Uh, as it hits the screen, and there is a fidelity drop. You know, you are, there are encoding artifacts in places. It doesn't seem to like red. I've noticed. Well, what like, does <laughs> red looks super pixely, like around the edges and things. But uh, but yeah, just the low latenciness of that thing is still really very impressive. It's like things that Steam streaming or whatever needs to, you know, or any kind of home is. streaming. Well, I don't know. No, like, so, like there's. Every report I've read said there's, there's still like latency. In yes, it. but just, I tried it and I could play Rogue Legacy just fine. So, you know, that can't be that high latency. <laughs> Rogue Legacy is quite an in- immediate kind of game. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've never seen it work well. No, well, you haven't seen it at all, really. <laughs> well, if it's all of the same technology that everyone seems to have suddenly started using, like the Xbox streaming isn't great, and it's well, you know, it's pretty good. I'll give it that. It's pretty good, but it is it's noticeable. The problem is noticeable, and like I don't like noticing problems. Let's just put it that way, like because it immediately makes me think, well, I shouldn't be doing it like this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But you don't need to do it like that anyway, so that's not actually a problem no, for you. It isn't a problem for me. I'm just like it, I'm just criticizing. <laughs> because I can. Blah. I mean, you if you wanted to, you probably could test the Steam streaming within your house. You have sufficient computers that theoretically could run Steam on them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We'd be running over power line network. I could probably get that. Which might be you know, reasonably ideal situations, like not quite LAN, but probably much better than well, Wi-Fi. I mean, I was running over wireless; and it was fine. Wireless has always been inherently latency, though. It was fine. Yeah. Okay. And I think that that was before I got that new wireless card. Probably. No. Well, no. I think it was probably after. So I probably was on five gigahertz. If that really makes any difference. <laughs> Right, what you've been playing? That's what I want to know. Wasn't that the old um? Tell me, shooting stars thing. Vic Reeves thing. Dog to walk on and just fall over. (laughs) You killed that dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, Uh, not a lot new to be honest from me. This this uh this past few weeks, Hmm. still plowing away at Metal Gear. I have basically stopped um, Metal Gear for the time being, so I haven't got any updates for you. And I need to pick it back up, but I haven't had any time to play any games since practically Christmas. <laughs> but I plan to uh, re-engage, because winter is the best time for playing games, because it's like dark outside and stuff. Yeah, who wants to go out? Yeah, um, exactly. It's just, uh, I'm starting to fall off Metal Gear a little bit. I'm still yeah. playing my way through it, but it's like, it's just... There's, the design of the missions just isn't quite interesting enough to keep me going, and there's like like there's too many side ups and like. And... I mean, you don't have to do those side ups, but like no, I'm, that... I am I am still doing them frustratingly just because they're there, and it's like oh, I could clear these blue dots off my map because they're near the next mission start point, and it's like so I might as well do those while while I'm here. But it's just like I don't. I think that the, my major problem now is that the open world stealth thing has run its course for me and that right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of doing stealth in big open areas. I want actually like some nicely designed, more nicely designed compounds and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I want the, like I want that, the that environment to be mixed up a cool bit. At the start yeah. of Africa, like stuff like well, that. Yeah, would or, be... or, or even remember the power station in Afghanistan. Like, like yeah, just, yeah. That's like, cool. You know, there are a few areas where it's, but they're so few and far between like mm. these, like all the fort in Afghanistan is, is one. Like, it's as much one, as I struggled yeah. with that area. It's hard, and, and it, but it's good. And it, yeah. But it was, it was, it, it was a nicely designed space. Yeah, and it's like I kind of want more of that rather, rather than just, just little building here, little yeah. shanty town here, yeah, bit of rock there. I know what you mean. And you know, and, and Africa is harder because it's more open, and it's like that's, it, that's it's not as fun. Like the game is getting less and less fun as it goes on. It's a lot of kind of lying in the grass type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I and I I, I was explaining to Zach before we went on air, but there are moments where it's like actually there are circumstances to that make missions much easier or much harder 
that aren't necessarily within your control sometimes. It's like just the way the current state of the game might be, you might make certain missions super hard, and then five minutes later, like you come out of that mission maybe, but things have happened in the background, like maybe you've done a a, a disrupt the enemy's surveillance cameras thing, or you mm. uh, you know something like some stuff may happen out of mission, but then make it next time you go back into it, it's it's a lot easier. Because I went in, I went back into it and said, "Right, oh, screw it. I'm going to specifically pick night time for this one, which I've never done, like up to this point, because I was having such a hard time with this one mission. It's like, right, I'm going to go in at night. Um, I'm sick of being spotted super easily by snipers. Um, and then also, like, just went at it in a very different way that perhaps shouldn't have worked, really, but for some reason, all the pieces just happened to come together, and it's like, oh, well, that was considerably easier this time." Mm. It's, yeah. it's weird it's like it's it's almost intangible like there's this there's this hidden set of variables that when they all come together in a certain way make something really really difficult to pull off and then you just come back to it a bit later with a different set of variables that aren't under your control and everything is piss easy and it's, it's like that's a, i mean it's cool in a way it's but cool it's, in a way it's, but it's frustrating it's a little bit too much like real life <laughs> yeah a little yeah. bit yeah I know what you mean. It's like I managed to like, like effectively do a mission wrong, but it did me a benefit. I, like, it was one of those like you've probably come across this already. Like you've probably come across a mission where like a chopper is bringing someone in, and you know stuff needs to happen like as a result of that chopper bringing someone in. This is the moment to strike, kind of. Right. Thing. Yeah. Um, and so I raised the alarm before the chopper arrived, and so that thing didn't happen, but that actually made the mission easier because right. there was no chopper. Right, yeah. It's kind <laughs> it's of weird like, how you this is, that. This has worked. This has worked out better. Mysteriously, this has worked out well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does happen. I don't know. It's sort of cool. It is way, cool, but it's until, like until, it, until it, just, it bites you. Yeah, but it's that sort of unpredictable nature of it, right? Like the game could have just said, "Oh, that's a fail," right there. Like, yeah, but that's the like event more, didn't happen. More traditional game, video game way, of yeah, it, isn't it? And that's frustrating this- in its own way. Whereas this is more like. I don't know. Yeah, in this particular case, it was like, well, this has happened. Deal with it. But the the dealing with it was then easier. <laughs> yeah, doing it properly. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few uh, yeah. moments like that. It's kind of weird. I'm trying to yeah. upgrade to. I I don't think I've fulted enough people in general. I just don't. Well, no. Really do you it see, anymore. I've hit. I've started getting. I've You've reached got too the much. stuff. Right. Oh, okay. So suddenly, suddenly, I now have a need of getting a great m- many more people, right? Because I need to secure my FOB from right. online bastards, yeah, who might come and jack my stuff and ruin the game for me. So I actually need to now invest in getting dudes. Like, I don't Just even have to. I want to because the next mission is like you've probably done it, I'm sure, but it's like um, the Walker Gears in Africa. You have to capture some or take some oh, out. Oh, sure. Whatever. Yeah, that was quite a hard one, that one. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it's going to be a lot easier if I could just Fulton them, but I need to like uh, upgrade to get to that Fulton uh, status, right. and see, I just don't see, have yeah, enough dudes. See I, see, I had that. I had the Fulton. I had, right. the, the, cargo, I had the cargo specialist at that point. That's clearly so going to help. Uh, like, I've managed to get yeah. the cargo specialist, but I just don't have enough guys to get my R&D level up to, to actually... I've got the second platform and everything. Mm. Just don't have enough dudes to actually um, research it. Now I'm trying to do side ops, trying to get some dudes, yeah. I guess, which is sucks because you already had it, right? And surely that is yeah, I was, I was, for that mission, right? Yeah, yeah, because you can just fulton, fulton them out. 
Yeah, um, that's what I want to do. There's a lot of dudes about, so that's risky in itself, you know, because it grabs attention, but you can do that. Um, yeah, but then I can, yeah, I think it's the plan, but now I'm kind of annoyed because I, I, need, I need some dudes before I can do it. So I'm kind of stuck. I think I, it, I think I did a half and half on that mission. Like, I think I managed to steal a couple of them and I managed to, I blew a couple of them up because they, they were dudes too close. And it's like, well, instead of engaging in that, I'm just going to, Raise the alarm, but throw a rocket at them. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. There we go. Problem solved. I'm Boom. making my escape now. <laughs> yeah, just fire and then run. Like the last yeah. one or whatever. It's like, bye. <laughs> That's pretty much how all my missions go down, right? I do, I do get them most, right at most, the end. Yeah. mostly spot on. Yeah, but right at the end, the alarm will go up and I'm like, well, I'm just going to run I'm away just now. Run. <laughs> yeah, I'd literally run because you haven't got your horse or whatever. So you're just literally Which, just running. Yeah. It's and usually like at that point, I've got. Or whatever, and you're like, no, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> in fairness, at that point, I think it's because I've got greedy, right? The mission has gone way too well. Everything's yeah. gone great. And it's all like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if there's stuff to steal. Yeah. <laughs> so I start stealing it all and then obviously screw up badly. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll try and it's a shame you can't take down two guys more easily. Right. Cause they're like, if they've both got their backs to you, it's like, there's not enough time to grab the guy behind you before the other guy turns around and reflex mode. Isn't quite long enough to, yeah, what you draw need a your little, um, silenced pistol to take that guy out. Like, like I it's probably not realistic, it, like, but you need a little like double takedown move, like Assassin's Creed style. Really, that would be yeah. cool if there was one. I that suppose it could have been a better way. A real one. I suppose I should have thought about it, and like maybe if I tranked the first guy in the back of his head, like the by the, the second guy would have had to have turned around, and while yeah. he was turning around, I could have just sprinted at him and yeah. Uh, I mean, and, you, I, and, and I've, stunned for him. I usually practice on the guys in. Um, in my base, uh, grabbing someone and then immediately going into into shooting mode to trank the other guy. Um, yeah, I mean that's fine, but if if the other guy like spots you whilst you're still mid grab, you're screwed. And it's well, the animation is still playing, and it's like yeah, that's true. I mean, it depends how much reflex you got, I guess. But yeah, yeah, not, not enough as it turns out. Right, not enough. You can sort of upgrade the reflex. I can't remember what items it is, <sighs> but. I think it's staff, isn't it? Like some staff actually. Like if you have Maybe. certain members there's of staff, there's definitely some items skills. that do it as well. I can't remember what mm. or like. Co- oh, yeah, there's, a, there's a drug. There's a drug you can take. Right. To. Uh, to, to um, I can't be bothered with consumer reflex. Like in any game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking potions. Screw that. I want magical healing powers. It's typically my approach <laughs> in any game, and then I just hoard potions, and in the end I have fifty bazillion for the last Get boss. The yeah. Anyway. So yep. I'm still sort of playing it. I'm still sort of addicted. I, I still sort of want to see where it goes because whenever they do the actual story stuff, it's so good. It's mental, like whenever, but it's like, good, right? Yeah, it's just like, even if it's just like a little camera cutaway, like like a little, even if there's no dialogue or whatever, it's like there's a certain appreciation to what's been done here, like to the, like the style of it all that I just can't get away from. Yeah. There's a bit that I just, well, there, is, there was literally a scene where nothing happens but it's just you looking around the room and the room is like just in a different state at this point mm. and but it's just like even that was filmed and it's sort of like there's a dude with a camera just shoving cameras in people's faces and looking around excitedly sort of <laughs> filmography that kojima has gone for here but mm. it's like it's, it's just like even that it was just like oh i really love this and then of course that yellow flare came up of like oh anachronistic technology flare um, <laughs> It's everyone's favorite little indicator oh, i like that it's yeah, like, it's cool. that, that stuff is really good and i just wish there was more of it and it's more of that and less of the open world i guess I when think it does I, that stuff it's great i gather you just have to like 
there's a bit there's a moment in the game where like they run out of time or something and there's like a second yes. part which Apparently, is like, no good so i'm just going to get to that point wherever that is yeah so uh, I, by that I point i've just played it for like 80 hours or some shit i don't know well, you're always, I'm 40, I, I'm at mission 22 and I'm 41 hours in. Yeah, that's not bad, uh, is it? <laughs> I, I think the chapter one ends somewhere in the 30s. Right. Um, and then chapter two is a load of like side ops again, or like hard yeah. mode missions that eventually leads to the actual conclusion. I don't know. And, like, and everyone thinks that, that, and everyone thinks that chapter two is like the missing bit, right? That's the bit yeah. that they never finished. But you're yeah. at like sixty hours at that point. I mean, I mean, it's fair yeah, enough I mean, to complain. But, but I, don't know. I mean, but maybe like that, like some of the like there wouldn't have been so many side ops like on the way to this. You know, maybe the pacing would have been better had they finished chapter two, right? Like there wouldn't have been so many side ops to do. You would have been doing more main missions after main missions, maybe. Like mm. the whole fact that that second half is missing perhaps could have paced the game or the whole game better. Totally, yeah. It, um. And, you know, I mean, I'm still yet yet to get into just how much jank is in this FOB stuff and the online offline weirdness. Um, I think there's generally been ever since like the early well, that Metal Gear Solid has had sort of structural issues. Like four, it definitely does. Um, oh yeah, four yeah. is just a weird game, really. Yeah. If you think of it in terms of its pacing and what you actually do, yeah. it's, it's it's a strange game. And two is pretty weird structurally as well. And also, that didn't doesn't properly finish either. That got kind of the bit at the end, even though it's insanely long. The bit at the end still got cut, I think. Mm. Um, so it's not really unusual for the series. Unlike, uh, I guess the first Metal Gear Solid is pretty perfectly structured, but yeah. But yeah, uh, if if you're factoring in weird out of game puzzle requirements aside. Like, I don't know, the, the whole second controller Psycho Mantis thing is genius, but boy, like, mm, that's, that's a weird, that's just weird, right? Like, oh, that's cool, that? obviously. Like, yeah, that's weird. It, that's it's awesome. It's cool, but like, so many players must have hit that and been all like, nope, this is the wall I can't cross, apparently. Do you think? Yeah, I reckon, until the rumor spread about what the solution was, but hmm, maybe. Know. Oh, the fact you, you have to put it into bit... the other controller port is. Yeah, I don't, part. I'm not yeah. 100% sure there was an in game clue for that. Yeah, like short of it trying to be a bit meta, you know, in Psycho Mantis reading your memory cards. Yeah, I mean, like, and, well, and the that, clue... that was probably the clue, right? The... I mean, the vibrating controller was like he told you what to do for that, right? So that's part one of the clue, and then the memory card thing. So there's like two meta things going on. Yeah, um, I guess, but yeah, fair enough. I mean, I I guess you could be fooled by that and never get past that, but that seems a shame. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Or the or maybe the like the the trick with the codec code only being on the box that the game never tells you it. That you <laughs> oh right, yeah. that, that would have been more of a problem in the olden days of used game sales. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you didn't have that, then you'd be totally fucked. Oh well, yeah, true that. I mean, don't get me wrong; these are those are great ideas, but it's like the game the game probably didn't do a great job. But like, it, and even bits of Metal Gear Four, right, where it was, where um some of the boss designs, they, there was a trick to them, right? There was always something, but they, it, it probably yeah. had you running around for 20 minutes before the game actually just spelt it out to you. And it's and then, like, it's like, well, the clues weren't there. They were like, rubbish, I though. I mean, 4 has... The boss fights are really bits. interesting. Well, yeah. well, I guess, but they were kind of poor versions. Uh, every single one was like a kind of 
I know it was a homage to oh, Metal Gear sure. Solid. Oh, sure. I mean, but... oh, I mean, design wise, yeah, because went like yeah. all the sort of like the, the I forget what they called them, like Lady Wraith things, Lady Wraith things. Yeah, they, they had a proper name, but yeah, can't remember. Yeah. But they were all that. So, Not like in terms of actual, like the others. So in terms of visible design, I suppose they weren't great, but yeah, I suppose in a way they were, and you know, some of the cooler ones were derivative. Mm. I guess like the sniper battle is was about wind direction and stuff like that, and was super frustrating. But the concept yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. It's still crazy. Um, what else? What else have you been up to? Not a great deal else, really. I played a bit more, a bit more fast racing. Um, still loving that. You know, hypersonic is hard. <laughs> I'm not sorry, supersonic. I haven't made it to hypersonic yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult, and I've been I've been trying to do some some more of the time trial stuff, but uh, the, like some of the tr- some of the time trials are way easier than others to beat the the time they set you. Um, there's, there's, there's obviously a trick on some tracks that I'm missing to getting the times, but I just, I just love that game. I love the exhilaration of it. It's like I think it has some. The more I've played it, I think that there are some flaws in its design. Mm. Like in the, you know, the sort of uh, camera zoom effect every future racing game does when you boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the kind of dolly zoom type thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so extreme in this that it actually gives you the impression that you're traveling. That the boost is having way more of an effect than it, than it actually, actually is. is. Right. Yeah. It's like. Um, uh, there were moments like yeah, so I, I've just done like racing around the track, but actually tried to keep one eye on the. It does have a, like a speed readout, and it's like oh, there are times where it's like oh, you know what? If I use my boost in the air, I don't really don't get that much of a benefit from it, and that kind of thing. But you still get all the zoom, <laughs> so it's like, like trying to figure out how that game actually benefits you, like how the boost is most beneficial is actually kind of tricky because its effect gets in the way. Um, and I think some of some of its, um, uh, you know, the, the moving elements on some of the tracks are occasionally unfair. Like, you know, something will just sort of fall on you that you can't see, and it's like, nah, well, the giant robot and died on 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 that, the giant stumpy robot on that level. I think you saw when you came over is like, there's yeah, yeah, one of the most one of the one of the more frustrating examples. Yeah, it just crushes um, you. Yeah. You just can't see it. <laughs> like, um. And it's a giant stompy robot. How can that be? Um, and like the, the 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 camera shake that comes with that is a little extreme. Mm. Like it's like wait, 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 and it's like you're already having to put up with an extreme zoom effect the majority of the time when you're so, boosting. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a little problem, but in what but it, in what is an already a, like astoundingly, as I said, exhilarating game like that. It's scratching that F zero itch, good and proper. But you know, the, a couple of things that that could have been done better. Yeah. But I do love it. I do love it. So, some this 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 genre needs to come back in a in a big way. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not in a big way, but you know, but in a way, in a few <laughs> in, a, in a few more satisfying ways. Uh, it's been too long. Uh, yeah, that's really not. That's pretty much it. Like other than you know, Zach and I played some more Rocket League, of course. Yep. Um. I feel like given my problems with Metal Gear and stuff like that, you know, how it's dropped off and stuff, I think we made the right call. Like the more I've thought about it, like and as much as we stressed over it, I think we made the right call. That Rocket League is the game of the year. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
it's like it's like it, it took it took a little bit more time in my in my incubator in my head incubator <laughs> in your digital locker my digital locker yeah i transferred the information <laughs> uh, to the to the appropriate vocal cord <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it's i've come to terms with it <laughs> righto zach i just wish i was better at rocket league that's all it's like every time we play it, I you just can play. be better at Rocket League. I mean, I can be. Like, I, we, I, I don't you think the last session it. we had was my particular was particularly my shining moment. It's like I think which something's just happened the last few times we played it. Right, we don't seem to be making the right setups. The best setups come when Zach just fucking goes on one, <laughs> like where it's just like, a, like he, he's the break specialist, is what Zach is. Yeah, because I play goal and I just rush out occasionally, very infrequently, really. But when, like, I can usually make it work. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Whereas, you know, like Kips and I, just with our dedicated goal efforts, just seems like the most unlucky and like, oh, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing wrong. Is the problem? I've got to that point where it's like, what are we screwing up now? Well, the trouble that I always think is the main problem with going forwards is it's like more than anywhere else, it's really difficult to make sure you're not both doing the same thing. Well, sure. Because you're compressed, you're basically compressed into like the last third of the space of the pitch anyway. Yeah. So right. trying to make sure that one of you is making a cross and the other one's sort of waiting, but not really waiting because you don't, you let enemy like hit it. And then, yeah. you... and then you've got to react. Yeah. I do try and be like the more hate, you know, because Kippers is... Oh <laughs> well, yeah, Kippers is always... Kippers is all aggression all the time. So if we're playing with him, at least I can like predict. It's like, oh, I should probably hang back a bit. But I always hang... It feels like I'm always hanging back at exactly the wrong spot. So like, the ball flies over my head with not enough time to react to an aerial. And I just can't get long-range aerials right still. <laughs> well, I always fly too high or too low. That's the thing that I said to still you, Kippers, was like... It's not even the really big aerials. No, it's just, it's just like the aerials that are very gets, just slightly above jump height. Someone <laughs> always gets to that interception like a fraction of a second before I do. Because it's, it's when, like, even if I'm in the right position, like an enemy car will just fly by like the moment before I reach it, and it's so frustrating when that happens. It's when you can see like the classic f- thing that you well that I can see from where I am, by the way. <laughs> you can see when it's like you and Kitvers would like drive up and basically park waiting for a ball to come down so you can hit it and it's like that's not someone's just going to jump up there and boost and get it because yeah, so it's do... often because like when I, once I've turned round and I've got the line up I'm too close to it right I'd have to have gone yeah. vertical and at that point there's no, no the, other guys, the other guy already has too much speed and it's like well I've lost this but it, yeah, yes. if you've parked and you're waiting for a ball to come down, that's just not good enough. <laughs> mm. That's the bit that you need to be more good at somehow. Well, again, that only seems to happen when I'm under it, right? It's like if I've already, if I'm already under it, it's like, well, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, or if I have any boost. I mean, that was where I was making profit in the early, in like, I guess lower level play was like mm. how how I I for some reason I seem to have been the only person who remembered that the double jump is actually high if you let it do the oh, whole yeah, height yeah. of the double jump you've got to time it yeah I was getting some quite good profit off that but then like once you get into the stage where everyone's actually doing even small amounts of flying That's what I mean I feel like the state of the game we play now is different from the state of the game we were playing before right just because of the way players play now or maybe the people we're, we're getting matched well, up yeah. against we've it's, got high rank <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's difficult I still think it's a beautiful game more beautiful than the actual beautiful game yep clearly. more beautiful than Pele's game 
and then so the other thing that we technically played sort of and you know should continue to play i guess oh shit i forgot something did you yeah plants versus zombies beta no i played that um yeah garden warfare 2 had a beta weekend last weekend it's more plants versus zombies but actually you know what I don't think it's as good. Uh, I think they, I think they've got something wrong. So, the new characters, I think, are kind of an imbalanced to the rest of the game, um, and the, the 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 imp seems like the most powerful thing ever created. Like he's like a glass, he's a glass cannon most of the time. Okay, he has he has like no health, but all his guns seem really powerful um, until he summons the mech, and then he's just practically unstoppable for a few minutes. And it's like no, no. The, the the imp ruins that game for me. I, I don't like him at all. He's fun to play as. Don't get me wrong, but to play against, he's just no fun. Mm. Um, and I find that really yeah, that's really annoying. I don't like so, some of the new characters are cool. Like the, the plants again, the plant stuff is better. I think or more appealing than zombie stuff, um, as was in the first game. But the problem is, is like now the focus of it is like. The zombies took over. So all the environments are slightly more zombie themed. The whole game has a more zombie tint to feeling it than, to it, rather than garden. And I don't, yeah, and I don't. I preferred the suburbia. I preferred the, you know, yeah, the the the, 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 the revolt the, style, the hedges, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. It's like it's, this is not my preferred aesthetic choice. Uh, so that doesn't help either. And also, actually, I think the biggest problem is is that something about the game just feels way more chaotic than the first, and not in a good, fun way. Things just sort of happen, and you just sort of die, and it's like, and it doesn't necessarily feel like anything you could have done about it. That sort of classic, in a way, it's the battlefield feeling. Yeah, right? it's like you're just in even. in a sit. Yeah, the battlefront or battlefield feeling, like where you're just in a situation you can do nothing about, and there's nothing you could have done differently, and you're just. Uh, I think I, I'm not. Certain, but I think they up up the player count on a lot of that, which is the, probably the biggest problem. Like because there's more players, there's more going mm. on. It actually makes it worse. So some, it's it's still it's so close to being the original that it hurts in a way. It's like it's so close to it being having that spark of genius that I really loved in the first one, but it just didn't do it for me. It just didn't. I, I didn't have that glee. It's a shame because the rest of it is a slight. It's like all every part of it individually. If you looked at it, it's like on. It's everything's that little bit better, right? Like the visual presentation is a little bit tighter. Yeah, I think they're running the latest version of Frostbite on it as yeah. well. So like the visuals are just that little bit better, and um, like it's, it's something about the whole comes together that little bit worse. So I don't know. My my excitement has been. Somewhat slapped in the face. Tempered. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Face slapped. Okay. <laughs> well, shame, but you know, yeah. you got a lot more than you expected out of the original. So, oh, way more. I mean, mm. yeah. And everything is like uh, steep, at least in terms of the direction they're taking this. It looks like you'll get the same level of support this time. Like you'll get a good level of free updates and stuff coming to it. I still don't really know how much content will be in the released game. I think like the what we saw in the beta was almost as much content as there was in the original Plants vs. Zombies release game. But it's like, you know, they're selling this at full price, don't forget. There'd better be twice the content at, on <laughs> la- at launch at least. 
Mm. So I don't know. Probably won't be, and it will just continue yeah. the trend of multiplayer games with not enough content yeah, as we voted for our it's, 2015. It feels like a hard sell at this point, and it shouldn't have been like that. They were onto something good. I suppose maybe they had to do something different for a sequel, right? They could have just made more, but I'd have been happy with just making more. <laughs> but they made more of the wrong stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just it didn't. There's a feeling to it. I didn't 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 get on with. There we are. Get on with as much. <laughs> like, even as I'm saying those words, it pains me, and it's still kind of good. It's just not as good. That's the thing. It's like I shouldn't shit on it too much. It's like it's still it's still good, <laughs> but it's just like I, I, yeah, not yeah. I should I should uh, gently, <laughs> but it's a feel thing, gen- gently it? layer my fecal matter upon it, not vigorously, <laughs> like 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 chocolate on a cake. I should spread it like d- deliberately. <laughs> not so, at yeah, all disgusting. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. So the other thing that we've technically played and sort of continue to play. We did the Dirt Rally season. Oh, yeah, we're still doing that. So I've um, been playing I... Dirt Rally, yeah. Woo! You've That's not been doing the league, though. Get in the league. Yeah, well, I don't know how to do that. Um, uh, it didn't tell we, me anything oh, about mm, it. Yeah, yeah. We, in fairness, we bet maybe we should try doing the... Re- the invite stuff wasn't great, was it? Well, I didn't... I said it's open. Oh, you said it's thing. open. All oh, right, yeah, Dan, you need to go find... Because we break. couldn't get the invite thing to work. Yeah. All right. Well, if we start a new league, I'm up for doing that. Um, you can join this one. Oh, it's can fine. I? Okay. I still haven't, like, um, I've still got my Peugeot. I'm just one rally away from buying a decent, a pro, a actual rally car rather than a ridiculous Group B car. <laughs> yeah. Finally. I Although I saw it, apparently. I went I, back yeah, into it. It B felt wheel, so. after it was released and, like, it's, it's kind of the same, uh, but with more variety because there's, like, more areas now. So that's good. And I still- actually managed to come first in a um, stage. But yes, I know. I've only just done that. So I got that achievement, but I lost the rally really? massively. <laughs> yep, <that's laughs> because I came off like horribly. Because at first I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot now to play this," and I'm really terrible. Um, and you're then, in Group B. <laughs> yeah, and I was in Group B, which is like a bit fast, I guess, and not I enough grip. Group, it's not the speed. It's, the, it's, since... it's not that grippy. Like like that the mm. the Peugeot, I can't go in a straight line with it. Because it's so powerful oh, yeah. that, like, going straight, it, like, when it's corners, it's much easier. Like, when it's a straight line, it's like, holy shit, how do I, like, go fast but not go so fast? Because yeah. if, one, if one of my wheels touches, like, off the road, it's just a total wipeout, pretty much. Well, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's just one of my biggest, bigger problems with the game. Like, I, I don't like the vertical physics of that game. I think it's, <laughs> and I've been saying this since the start, I think the cars flip, and like, way too easily. And once they've flipped... Like the physics of them rolling around and stuff just feels nothing right. There's like it's it's a weirdly silent affair. Yeah. Like there's no like like you don't land on the roof and it go Crunch, Like you just sort yeah. of you just sort of feel like you're then on some kind of ice rink. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're on Monaco or wherever. You just sort of go and it's like there's something about the the vertical and rolling physics just feels all wrong. It's like when you've got wheels on the ground and you're driving and you're doing you're doing Finland and you're jumping over the crest jumps around corners and stuff like that. That feels great. Like the moment you flip, 
that game falls apart. Well, that's what I always say. Just don't crash. Well, just don't crash. Yeah, just, yeah I know. But, but it's, it's so the moment hard. that causes the flip. It's the co- the causation of the flipping feels wrong. It's like you're suddenly driving along and it's like, Pew! it's like someone's exploded like a stunt canister under one of your under your wheels, and the car's just decided to to get airborne. It's like it feels wrong. And the number of times that I'm going slow enough that I've come just off the edge of like a narrow thing. And then I'm like basically rocking on the edge. I've managed to stop and I'm like rocking on the edge. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. actually Wait. get reset. Yeah. Beaching is crazy easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does mean that at least becomes less of a problem once you do get into the four-wheel drive cars. Yeah. It well, really it's... sucks if you're in rear-wheel or front-wheel. Because yeah. if, if you've reached yeah. the wrong end, you're totally fucked. Yeah. yeah, then you're screwed. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I suppose Also, also so. wooden fences need to be stronger. They just fall <laughs> well, like they're nothing. Yeah, except not really though, because that's like... If you did hit a wooden fence at like seventy miles an hour, oh, it's seventy, sure. <laughs> but when it's like you're just your back end is like clipping it out of the out of the end of a hairpin. Well, then it doesn't like matter anyway, though, does it? Because then it's like no. Actually, what happens is my car. Like this happened to me earlier. Like my the rear end of my car kicked out a bit over a hairpin on Monaco, where there's a, there's one hairpin in particular where it's got a crappy wooden fence around the outside. Yeah, and the car actually like. The, the fence just sort of fell away like it was nothing until one particular bit of it, which suddenly then become like the hardest thing in the world, caught the car and the whole thing basically flipped backwards down the ravine. And it's like, be consistent. These fences are even nothing or they're something. Nah. So I really like, hope. I think, the, next... I think the wooden fences are a fail. Like the rest of the, like the actual okay. driving physics, I think are great, but like the wooden fences and, and the vertical flipping. I hope it's two, just two, my two car. major problems. Because that is annoying me, that, that, that down the straight thing. I guess maybe it's just because it's so powerful. I, I can't tell, but different... it's like, it feels like there's only grip if I'm, if the weight of my car is on one side or the other, like I'm going around a corner. Like if there's, sure. if the weight is balanced, then there's just no grip. It feels like it's weird. Yeah. But the cars do feel radically different. Like I try. Yeah, they do. Within within a group, right? So I'm I'm using the Audi Quattro in my Group B four wheel at the moment. Which man, I should have got is that. A, is a, is a, is a crazy solid car, right? That, that one's massive. Yeah, compared to the little Peugeot. It, why did I buy that it, thing? I mean, it it doesn't want to drift, right? It's like it just wants to be Go. solid on the road, yeah. and it, like it has a serious understeering problem as a result. But it's, yeah, I don't mind um, understeer though that much on. It, well, no, you, just go, you just go slower. You just go you slower, to, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a little bit more predictable. Yeah. Um, but then I tried the Ford, what is it, the RS200? Yeah. Right. That thing is slidey as hell. Yeah. Like, it, it's all over the place. Well, that's the one that I'm planning on using for our season. Because I, really? I, originally, I originally used the Peugeot as well, which maybe, you know, the one time I tried the RS was in like a, one of the daily stages or whatever, mm. so I didn't even I couldn't even do setup not like I usually do. But and are we doing... that was like literally the first time I'd ever tried it. So are we doing Group B for ridiculous. our season then? Because that's where currently Rob yes. is. Is that the idea? Because I mean, uh, well, well that's, you, that wasn't you, the you, idea. That was just coincidence. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. Uh, my my camp, I just happened to be there, so I because it seems uh, like. But no, like Zach's picking different group car groups per, oh, I see. per, rally. per rally so oh, okay we, so, this one just happens to be the group b one at the moment do i need to have bought the car though i guess no no no, no. you get you, oh you, right you, oh shit yeah. you just you get to pick i'm just so not going to be used it... to i'm going to get an impreza 95 impreza i think in the next group or whatever or maybe a there's no lancer in that thing is there what's the next no. one after group b group a yeah, well, I, I guess it might not actually be any longer, is it? No, it um, might have changed. Anyway, it, I think you can. I mean, I you can obviously skip over the Group B rear-wheel drives. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't bother, don't bother wasting no, your I, money on buying another one of those. Oh, no, I, 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 yeah. So I did that, I, I guess, with the Lancia. That's all done, I hope. <laughs> well, that that must have been rear wheel, right? The ridiculous wedge-shaped Lancia. No, not Delta. Uh, the, what's uh, the, what, the ridic- Integrale? Yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was way earlier, wasn't it? The Integrale that was back in the fort. The front. Oh yeah, it's not Group B, is it? No, sorry, one of the early mistake. rear wheels. Sorry, yeah, yeah, the 70s. It's a, yeah, it's a 70s one. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, anyway, I'll just go for a yeah, just go freaking Impreza from yeah, Grade One. <laughs> That'll I do might, me. I might screw Group B rear for sure because I just, the, the rear cars I don't enjoy very much. <laughs> No, I think I tried one of the Group B rear-wheel drives one time, and it wasn't that bad. But then I didn't think the eighties rear-wheel drives were that bad once I got used to it. Well, like the BMW so, one. Yeah, the BMW that was okay. Type ones. Oh man, I, I really it didn't. That one understeered quite a bit, but it was all right. But yeah, so yeah, Group A, that like the Subaru in Group A is really easy. Probably oh, is still it? not as easy as the Lancer. <laughs> oh, good. Well, the Lancer was have... easily the easiest car I've tried. I'll have a nicer time with that then, at least. Because, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's just like, I can't just go straight down a straight without... <laughs> well, I, have, I, like the, I like the Rally Focus. In, what, <laughs> oh, me too. In... Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like the, the other thing that's going to be slightly weird about the season for me is like I haven't really played Group B since the physics changed. And that I've, I think, but I think I tried it very briefly using my actual Group B car, the one that I was used to, and it seemed even more ridiculous than I remembered it being. Yeah, <laughs> which is like that's kind of ridiculous already. Yeah, it was already a real difficult car to handle, but now it seems even more, even more ridiculous. So you know, that would be crazy. I still don't think they didn't, they never went back and fixed the instructions. I don't like either. Like there's definitely no, there's they, def- they never change the pace notes. Yeah, there's definitely a couple of co- well, there's one of those one corner on Monaco where I think that like the description where it's like oh it's a right five and it's like oh that is not a five, that is a three, three. Yeah, 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 some of them are weird. And it's like the they just times, slam into the wall every time. On the group B, the amount of times the, the performance is so ridiculous that that I flip out on the first corner for, because I for, because I go too fast <laughs> after like two seconds. <laughs> Wow. I forget that I have to slow down because if the first corner is a four or something, you actually have to slow down because they accelerate yeah. so quickly. It's not, I mean, I don't know if it's, well, I guess I, it's another thing I haven't really tried since the physics update, but it was like when I tried doing the hill climb in the ridiculous hill climb cars, it was like, it was the first time where it was like, okay, now I actually have to not just fully brake or fully accelerate. Mm. <laughs> I actually have to use the analog slightly, like especially on the brakes in the hill climb cars because they just locked up so easily. Yeah. It was like I have to actually slightly brake, <laughs> just not mm. just jam it. Because as soon as you go past like midway down, it just locks up, and then you're not doing shit. <laughs> and, I don't I think mean, I have it... the accelerator jammed very much at all in Group B, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe like, actually, immediately after I'd... the apex of a hairpin, and that's about it. Although then, that's when you spin out, so not even then. Yeah. I gotta admit, I've, I've started, I've, I've started having more luck with dirt rally in general. When I realised you just can't play it like any rally game before. Right? I can't be the moments before where it was like in the older games where it was like six left, six right, and all that. It's like those were always foot to the floor moments anyway. Yeah, and it's like, but that's that's just not true. You just now. can't it's play like, that like, fast. Not yeah. always, yeah. I'm I'm feathering it the entire time now. I'm very rarely actually just going right. Okay, I can I can actually floor it here. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm always letting off 
Like yeah. every corner, every corner, I'm letting off. Yeah, like if I floor cool. it, it's for like one second, and then and then I'm going too yeah. fast to actually control it. So then I have to. Start it's like, oh no! I need to overbreak. I need. Oh, I'm not left myself enough breaking room for this one balls. I mean, mm. theoretically, you, I think for the hill climb cars, especially, you could probably solve the brake locking up problem by going into the advanced setup and actually changing the brake pressure. Oh yeah. Because that might actually allow you to solve that problem. That might make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> but the trouble <laughs> is I just don't know enough about it to be able to do it or tell the effect. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, it's probably a really precise point you want that brake pressure where it's like if you have it too low, it just doesn't break enough. And if you have it too high, you lock up too easily. So where is that incredibly precise midpoint that makes it yeah. normal? <laughs> mm. I still just better time since I stopped using my sidewinder. Well, that's only because of your weird. Yeah, the performance problem is a big deal. Right. Um, Yeah. So I'm using the Xbox wheel. So I'm missing force feedback because they never did force feedback support for Windows on the Xbox wheel, apparently. Um, But the the performance improvement is is so great that it's making me much better at the game. (laughs) This is a shame. I'd like my force back. Dan can get in the season and surprisingly, well, maybe not that surprisingly, but Dan can also theoretically catch up because me and Rob traded first and seconds on the first season uh, rallies. Oh, and in fairness, my Monaco run that is, that's up at the moment is pretty terrible. <laughs> I'm really not very good, guys, so <laughs> we shall see. Well, that's the thing. We have to see. We want to see the actual time and be like... How good are people? The thing is, if we didn't have like event restarts turned on, I'd have totally DNF'd this one. Well, you see that? <laughs> like, I crashed out immediately. I started regretting not turning it on on all of them. What, put stage by stage? Yeah, because once I got to Sweden, admittedly, really, the only time that I would have definitely used it in Sweden was because the game screwed me, basically, because I, I did a thing where I rolled... It punctured one of my tyres. I landed oh. precisely sideways in between two snowbanks so I couldn't turn around. Yeah. And then I thought I was seeing the reset car prompt, but it was actually the repair puncture prompt. So I hit the button to reset the car and it repaired the puncture and gave me a minute and a half time penalty. Yeah. So I had to quit I had to quit out and restart the game because I wasn't gonna take that. I actually think as well, like I was I was trying I don't know if, did I describe it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago? Maybe. Like, I, I I think there's a there's an odd seeding thing like there's a random like punctures can sometimes just happen because the game seems to want them to yeah like, i don't believe it like. I, I don't know i, I like I, it used to, there was one stage on finland that i just kept doing over and over and over again and like okay admittedly first run i did was terrible i you know treat it real badly came out with a puncture at that corner and was just like right fine yeah that, that that's bound to happen but like let, let's try this again Drove it much better, didn't crash or anything. Puncture occurred at exactly the same spot. And I'm like, right, I'm not having that. I've driven this stage like perfectly. Like you've just given me a puncture for no reason. Um, so I did it again. Did that, co- like, drove it much more carefully. Um, weirdly ended up getting a faster time, but yeah. like, like, just drove it much more cautiously. Went around that corner perfectly. It couldn't have been sweeter. And it goes, yeah, puncture on the same tyre that it was every time. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I can't, can I not drive this properly and then not get a puncture here? I don't think I've and ever it's... seen a puncture happen from not hitting something. Oh, yeah, on Finland, ever. it happens all the goddamn time. It's really annoying. Like, I don't know if, like, I had, like, 1% of wheel damage or something by the time I reached that point, and that was enough to just, I don't know, rip the tyre from the rim or well, something. Well, I mean, there was but... that old theoretical rumour that was never really conclusive. Oh, the stone. 
one, well, not that. <laughs> there was the old theoretical rumor that was never conclusively proved about how tire wear is simulated but not exposed. Hmm. Like, like your tires supposedly might degrade over the course of over it. the course of the rallies, but you can't do anything about it. And then, hmm. like, if you get a puncture and it gets repaired, that is effectively a new tire, but only on that one tire. No, oh, weird. So maybe I was suffering from that. Maybe that, that, that wheel I mean, that is just could warm. be the one reason, but I don't know. I've never still seen really, an, really annoying. <laughs> so yeah, Dan, you just need to go into the league's things. Yeah, for happy salads, and it should be there. Right. Which, well, I'm, by, I'm going to play the rest of us of... explaining this on on air. Like now, we're going to get a whole. Yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna... <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no, no one's going to join. No, no one's going to join. Gonna, I'll, I'll probably play the rest of these rallies so that I can get the freaking impressor and have a bit more fun for a sec, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll dive into your league. <laughs> well, you, you'll be used to Group B. Like... That's the thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah, maybe I'll go in after, dri- after I finish <laughs> the Group B. This is, I think, drive, driving the slightly better cars that I, you know, that I hadn't actually really touched, like as part of doing some of these league rallies. Yeah, yeah once I you finally got them, out yeah. of three wheel drive. It's like it turns out that's that that's that's probably the most fun I've had with the game. Actually, is getting yeah. Just, as soon as you get to the good car classes, it's like, oh, now I feel like I'm yeah having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> like it's amazing how long it well, takes to get there, though, doesn't it? If you're doing it, yeah, it takes a real long time. You'll be also be glad to know. I guess for Dan is, is is that I've coincidentally made it so that it's Monaco Group B is the current season. Fine, so, drive Group B. So yeah. Dan Dan will be conveniently in yeah, that. the right level. And also yeah. the the following one is Finland in Group A. So Ooh, <laughs> even when you buy your new car, you'll be in the right one. Well, I haven't driven nice. Group A yet. A note, you know, a hint thing while I was loading the game about doing the Scandinavian flick. Have you actually tried doing that in the game, Zach? Does it not work? Really intentionally. I've done yeah. it, but not, yeah. not necessarily on purpose. <laughs> not I sure mean, I could pull that off. Most of the time, there's not enough width of the track to really make it feel viable. <laughs> well, mm. not for us, anyway. No. I'm sure actual people who know how to do it can do it all the time. <laughs> it's Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like there's enough track width to really sort of try and do it. I do um, it accidentally sometimes. Yeah, it's mainly on, it's like when you're coming downhill towards a hairpin, but oh, only, because only... you're going downhill, it's like your car's naturally unstable, and then yeah. you coincidentally have accidentally turned the yourself into going the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you flick it back, and then you flick it back, and you're like, "Oh, that worked really well for yeah. that one corner." Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, I do try and do it on some hairpins, but like, as I say, trying to do it on one okay, it's like a lost cause almost. It's like, there's no room here. There's no room. Well, I mean. A lot of the time, you just handbrake it on Lake Monaco. Yeah, yeah, because you have tarmac mainly, so you can get away with that. Yeah. Same with same with Germany, you can just handbrake oh, yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the place if you want because <laughs> you have enough grip. I pretty much do it all on any hairpin, right? Like even on Greece, I have pretty good handbrake action, <laughs> <laughs> and it helps to have four wheel drive as well because you know you can't, oh, yeah, you can, like, can't do handbrake turns in a real world, right? Oh, that no, just fucks you, you right up. Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah. that. So. It's I still it's it's weird, isn't it? It's a sort of I have a very much a love hate relationship with that game, and I, I have a I may not necessarily be having fun, but I can't really tear myself away from it. I like it. I think it's good. I'm really glad it exists, and they're putting a decent effort into it. It'd be interesting to see what more comes, yeah. if any. I mean, you know, presumably they're working on the console version currently. But... Oh, also, have you noticed that the new like the, the Pace note timing is way different on the new courses. Yeah, I, 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 I was having real problems with Finland. It's super early. Yeah, I've, well, 
like the the new courses, like all of especially like the the, the I have my pace notes on earlier anyway. Oh, I didn't. I had um, not. But the like because I no, I always find like I'm going way too quick or something. It's like oh, I, I, there was no way I could have reacted to that note in time, so I put them on earlier. But on think on Monaco and Greece and stuff, that is absolutely perfect for how I like it. On um, was it Sweden and Finland and stuff? The 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 it's like a whole factor of two or three earlier. Still, it's like the timing is way different. I was kind of finding the opposite, but I think it's. I, the thing with Finland was I was contemplating setting my pace notes earlier because I didn't think I was getting enough warning. Yeah, but I think that's not actually a problem with the timing of the pace notes. I think it's, that's like more of a comprehension problem. It's just because because the Finland pace notes are filled with so many more oh, extra yeah, yeah, yeah. instructions, like crests and jumps and all that stuff that clutters it up. It you just you can't process it as well, so it feels yeah. like they're coming later. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of true, but I I do think the timing is way different too. Yeah, I haven't noticed it as much on like Sweden or anything. Maybe maybe Most the different day, maybe on standard mode it's not so pronounced. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But or or maybe like standard mode because it's not shifted. It's like a zero. Yeah, it's yeah. Like what if it's a multiplier? <laughs> oh, that might explain it, right? Because maybe like it, on, at least in Finland's case, it's like maybe it's. Um, uh, maybe in this case they try and they've tried to skew it because it's a faster rally. Right? Yeah. So maybe. they try and made that you know they tuned it to the notes of it, but then like because it's multiplied that, maybe it's way too much. Or, or maybe it's just the car that you're in. Uh, maybe because presumably you hadn't played Finland until you were in Group B or slightly. Yeah, I think I think I'd have only done it in Group B. Yeah. So maybe it's just because that car's a lot faster. You hadn't, hadn't seen how different they were in no, the other cars. No, I probably I've probably done it in eighties. Sorry. Hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Don't worry. So it, it's still fun. It's still impressive. I just, yeah. All my usual complaints aren't going away anytime <laughs> soon. Apparently. Yeah. And then, so what I've been playing, I guess, is basically just one thing. <laughs> I cool. played a whole bunch, a whole bunch more of Biden and Isaac Rebirth again. And I'm going to say it again because. I said it last week on the podcast, but now Kippers isn't here to argue. That game is well easy compared to the original. <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with saying it now. <laughs> well, basically, I've, I mean, it's not like I haven't played it a lot. So, you know, to some extent, there's like improvements of skill and what, you know, <laughs> you just get better over time, I guess. Mm. But I like, I've basically completed it with every character and all the goals. I haven't quite got. All the I haven't got like platinum god the achievement for getting everything, mm. even though there's real platinum god, which is you know even more ridiculous. But don't worry <laughs> about that because <laughs> that's too ridiculous. Platinum god is achievement. Real platinum god is like the the stupid mode. So like uh, the seriously achieve the gears of war seriously achievement. <laughs> yeah, might as well be. Well, basically, like platinum god is basically unlock everything and complete all the objectives in the base in. What you could almost consider the base game, because Real Flat and God is basically focused on the uber secret character that has this ridiculous unlock method that, you know, it was discovered by the community, or it was meant to be discovered by the community, but was actually just data mined. (laughs) So, you know, and then that, like, that super secret character is like, well, basically, it's one hit kill for the whole game. So, (laughs) oh, what, like uh, like a heaven and hell mode from Dead May Cry? Well, mm-hmm. apart from not for the enemies, is the, oh, yeah, the geez, hell of hell. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, ignore that. But I very nearly 
got everything together for regular Platinum God, which is like, so I've done every character through all of the different stages of bosses. Because it's really ridiculous. Because you play through to the mum fight, the first six levels lead to the mum fight, and then you have two more levels to the mum's heart, which is about all Rob knows about. <laughs> yep. And even then, barely. Barely. Um, and then from there, you basically have a split where you either go like to hell, basically, and fight Satan. And then, and then from there, you go into the dark room and fight uh, the lamb from the Wrath of the Lamb. Mm. Or you go into the cathedral and fight Isaac and then into the chest and fight the blue baby. And that, so that's like the branch. So you have to beat all five of those bosses with every character. Right. So you have to at least do it twice, I guess, to go down each of the trees. Mm. And then there's also the speed run where you have to get to the, you have to beat the mum fight within 20 minutes. And then that unlocks a boss rush, basically, where you mm. fight every boss in sequentially in pairs <laughs> in just one big fight. Jeez. Which is, you know, well, the thing is, because the boss rush is built into the run, so like when you beat them on fight in 20 minutes, a special door opens and then it leads to a room. Oh, wow. Fight. Okay. So sort of, if you've managed to get to the point of beating mum in 20 minutes, you're powerful enough that you can probably handle all of the bosses consecutively. Right. Because <laughs> that's like sort of natural that you've become that powerful in order to be that fast. Mm. So I did that. I've done all of that with all the characters. And so now I've just basically got to beat mum's heart on all of the characters in hard mode which I've done with two of them, but it's not actually that much harder from what I well, from those first two runs. I mean, admittedly, the first one was ludicrously overpowered, but <laughs> it doesn't really change that much. It doesn't change like the damage output you do or the damage that enemies do. It's just like slightly higher chance for champion grade enemies to swarm the colored ones okay. that have slightly yeah. stronger attacks or whatever. Do the rooms like potentially like have more stuff in them? Just... Slightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, supposedly, it can change like. On on the rare occasions where one or two types of enemy can spawn, like when you've got those ones that fire the laser, but then you can also have the ones that fire the laser out of both sides. Mm. It like slightly balances it towards the double sided one because that's okay. the slightly yeah. harder version of that enemy spawn. Yeah, but yeah, it's still not that difficult to manage if you're having a reasonable run anyway in hard mode. So yeah, I've got done two of those out of whatever it is seven. And then, then it's just the awkward part of the completion of having to pick up every item. Yeah, which you kind of don't have much control yeah, over. Yeah, because then you're just yeah. like playing runs until it randomly gives you that item. Mm. And also, I looked it up because I was like looking at the items I still hadn't got yet. And of course, there's there's the one that I'm really that's really annoying to get, where it's the item that only unlocks after you've died a hundred times. Oh, right. But then because that like. I've succeeded more times than I've failed, so yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually died virtually at all. Yeah, good at I've got like 40 deaths and you need 100 to actually unlock this one item. Great. <laughs> so well, I just have to throw it a bit or something. Mm. Walk into spikes over and over for yeah. a while. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. But yeah, that game's well easy compared to the original. Yeah. <laughs> Take care what he says. <laughs> I mean, he's got Afterbirth, so you know, he has even more difficulty in that because mm. that actually does change things and rebalances some of the, like, even, you know, it actually changes some things that are actually part of the 
game. Like item rebalances legitimately changes how some things function. Yeah, okay. Wow. It's not just like added content. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I played a lot of that. Uh, yeah, I can't help playing more of it, even though, even though it's like it seems like a it's, it's a classic sort of Team Fortress problem of like you think you're just going to go in there for a quick game, but you don't remember that every run is like an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you, you know, the speed run is getting to mum in twenty minutes, <laughs> and that's only the first six levels of the game. There's at least another four after that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I don't. So I, yeah, I, I, I did kind of like the original, but it's just like, like I'm, I'm the the luck never went in my favor in that game, and I quickly went off it. So it's like, not, but I did, I sort of enjoyed my time with it, but it's just like, yeah. Well, you probably like the newer one because it's yeah, easy. Maybe. <laughs> probably. Oh, and the other thing I guess that I played briefly is I finished Steam World Heist. Ah, got for it. Yeah. It turns out I was right. There was only three areas. Okay, <laughs> it's not that long a game, unsurprisingly. Really, I guess because it's quite cheap and small and yeah, feeling. Yeah. everyone seems quite positive about it. Yeah, like, it was good. I mean, it it got slightly. Well, when I got to the midpoint of the game and my team was leveling up to sort of semi, I'd call it like two-thirds of the level cap, I guess. Level cap's only mm-hmm. 10, so <laughs> there's not that many levels to go up. But once they started getting towards like 7 and 8, it was like they basically, there wasn't much imp- more improvement that I could think they could have, and it turned out that that was the case. There wasn't really much more improvement on those last few levels. And the guns didn't... There was a couple of slightly more interesting ones in like once you got the alien tech guns, mm-hmm. they got slightly more like, I guess, yes. it's like uh, semi weird, but also sort of ridiculous. I mean, they still, they're still the same basic like set of weapons, where it's like the sniper gun with the laser sight and the rocket launcher and the grenade launcher and the machine gun and the shotgun. And it's yep. like they're all basic basically represented, but mm-hmm. then like the the alien weapons have these slightly more interesting modifiers. Like the rocket launcher has a triple rocket launcher, so it fires free. And like the shotgun has penetrative bullets, so they go through things. Yeah, interesting. Which normally you could only get with a specific character skill. Yeah, yeah. So you could equip that to anyone and give them the penetrative shot and stuff. And the, and like the the pistol type weapons are lasers now, so they. I'm not sure it really has that much effect, but it seemed like it allows them to ricochet more times. Hmm. Like I guess the range is longer, you yeah, could say before before the ricochet stop. Yeah. yeah, so you know that was sort of interesting. And the last boss was well, the whole alien segment was. I thought it was going to be more awkward than it was because basically the the smaller alien like troops teleport every turn, which makes it you'd think make would make it real difficult to handle staying in cover because they can just teleport behind you all the time. <laughs> But it turned out to not be as much problem as I thought. It was manageable. And then, like, some of the other alien units actually started getting, well, easier than it first appeared. Like, the the big alien unit, like the heavy, I guess, has a lot of health. But um, it it has a laser attack that, like, 
you know penetrates everything in a line mm. but it takes a turn to charge oh okay so basically as long as everyone moves after it starts charging you can just shift everyone out of the way <laughs> oh right so you know where it's going to go yeah okay yeah so you can basically predict that and in some cases you can exploit it because as i found out on one specific mission that laser beam attack can do friendly fire <laughs> Hmm. So there was this one specific mission where there was basically this really big room that had four of those big enemies in. And the way I ended up doing it was like, there was one side corridor where I had two of my guys who were just taking long range pot shots into the room, like ricocheting off scenery to hit them. And then the third guy was basically coming up from a ladder from below in, in the floor. And what he'd do is basically on his side, he'd run up into the middle of the room, take a pot shot at a random, at whatever enemy was convenient. All the big laser enemies would try and target him so they'd all start charging on that turn. Oh, right, then he'd yeah. just leave, and then they'd all shoot each other. Because <laughs> 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 he'd just be in the middle of the room so all the lasers would cross oh, that section. That's great. That's a genius plan. <laughs> Turned out really good in the end. <laughs> so yeah, the alien... And then like the last boss was actually kind of unspectacular, as it turned out. Mm. It basically has the laser charge attack apart from it's a stationary thing in the middle of the room, and it has, like, a shield on the front, and then the weak spot is on the back. Oh, God, time. Yep, that was pretty good. Well timed. Mm. So, yeah, that boss is, you know, it, it aims at one of your team, starts charging the laser, and then, obviously, it exposes it rear, so you just basically split your team into two halves on the opposite sides of the room. Mm. And then when it targets one of them, the other team shoots it in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Not wrong. And then it kind of was a kind of anticlimactic ending as well. It's just like, oh, we killed the thing, and yeah, let's go. Home. Let's sleep. <laughs> Not really any particular conclusion. Strinker oil gin. Oh, and also there's new game plus. We. I mean, technically to get those last two levels. Yeah. Well, no, because I'd already maxed it out by the end, boss. But like the technically, you can change the difficulty at any time. So there's no particular necessity for new game plus in terms of difficulty increasing mm. that was just like a choice but like it basically you start the game again but you start with all the crew from the start mm. which is sort of good i mean they're all level zero so you don't get any of their skills and you have to grind to level them all up which is kind of sucky right but uh uh yeah you keep all the crew you don't keep any guns but you keep all your hats Yay. So you can go through the game again and try and get all those hats. Get you a nice hat run. I think they really missed an opportunity to like number the hats or like have a completion stat for the hats because it's like I don't know how many hats there are left. <laughs> no, I see. You don't know if you've ever get if you've ever got them all. No, it's kind of disappointing. <laughs> Seems like a really obvious opportunity. Yeah, probably. I mean, weirdly, weirdly, when I completed the game, it gave me like rankings where it's like. Huh. Like how many turns you took to complete the game, and I was like, I didn't even know that was going to be a stat that it ranked. That's kind of cool. <laughs> well, kind of. Apart from it, like, kind of sucker punches you at the end, where it's like, oh, you got bronze because you're a well slow. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose yeah. If you spent the time with just grind around and stuff like that, yeah, that's exactly. not, not really what the game's after. But then now you know. I suppose like was it um, Quacamele did that as well at the end end of that game. It's like so he goes, here's your leaderboard position. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Kind of sucks. It was alright though. Yeah, that sounds like a cool game. So I finished that game and then started it again and played a little bit more, but that's, you know. Probably done. I, I guess. I mean, once Pokemon, Super Pokemon Mystery Dungeon turns up, that will be the, <laughs> the, the 3DS game replacement. Yeah. 
I've got a minute at the moment. I'm just trying to like, I actually just, I, I kind of just want to finish Metal Gear now so I can go on to something else. <laughs> That's your problem. Yeah. That's your classic problem. You can't know, leave a thing alone. I don't really want to start another game because I've got Dirt Rally, Fast, and that on the go. Mm. It's just like, I don't really want to play anything else. I want to get something finished. Like I, might, I might punctuate the odd brief moment with some one-finger death punch. But yeah, it's <laughs> a good one moment. Sweet. Yep, that's that. I just realised that I bought some Ray-Bans in Andorra, like new ones, and I've just realised looking them up. Like, I didn't realise when I was buying them that they're like folding ones, which is super cool. And once I bought them, I was like, oh, this is awesome. They come in a tiny box because they fold up. And now I've looked them up and I realised I've saved 85 quid. They're like 200 quid or something if you buy them here. (laughs) Yeah, so sweet. Double bargains. Yeah, double bargain. Mm-hmm. Buy your sunglasses. Weirdly, buy your sunglasses where the demand must be great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Means. It's weird. You think they yeah. charge premium for yeah. buying like equipment at the place? I think so, but no. Well, there you go. Right. Thanks for joining Top us, guys. Tips. Um, on the sidecast. Uh, any more videos coming up from the uh, Happy Salad stable? Yep. Oh, God. Yes, there is. Oh, plenty. We've got, we've, we've got some Sonic heroes <laughs> waiting to go up. Um, oh, boy, <laughs> boy! Spoiler alert: that game is bad. <laughs> I I can't believe. I mean, when you finally got to the end of um of uh, Sonic Adventure, you're like, let's never play this again. <laughs> and now it's on to Sonic <laughs> Heroes. Well, it's it all Zach's like, fault. <laughs> well, it's like we never. We, it was like we said we let's never play this again, but it wasn't. It wasn't because Adventure was particularly bad. I mean, Adventure's a fine game, relatively speaking. Relatively. Because once you got the heroes... It's Sonic games, yeah. Well, once we got the heroes, we discovered the true meaning of horror. Um, Sonic, oh, boy. I mean, like, Sonic Heroes still is the one Sonic, you know, classically, the, the big stat with me is Sonic Heroes is the one Sonic game I've played but never finished. Yep. Wow. Um, and oh man, this is bringing back all the memories of why I actually returned that game. I actually returned it. <laughs> yeah, well, it deserves it, man. It's, right, it's, it's, right. I've well, still got my copy of Sonic Go Six for fuck's sake. To find out how <laughs> fucked it is, I met a guy at work who has his name in the credits of Sonic Go Six. So I was like, "Are you ashamed?" Oh yeah, yeah you said yeah. yeah. Anyway, never mind. Shame, shame, shame. Right. Also, uh, look out also for that. coming up in the videos. Mm-hmm will theoretically be a Final Fantasy video if we remember to record it this time. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did. We, reco- we, we played the whole episode segment of it, except I forgot to press record. <laughs> now, so, you know, that will happen still. Okay. Final Fantasy we just might be slightly less enthusiastic. We'll we'll, we've got all the audio, so we could present it as a radio play. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just play it through and record just the video and put the audio in it and see if anyone notices. See if yeah, it it'll be all out of sync. No, it'll be horrible. It'll be real bad. <laughs> yeah, it definitely won't work. Right. Uh, look out for that and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks for more Salacast. Bye. Bye.